Go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Fortress of Comic 2 podcast. My name is Tyler. I'm Mary. Ah, I'm Aaron. I'm Kylie. We're going to travel back like a week in time <laughs> <laughs> to 2023 to tap off the year because we didn't uh, we didn't have podcast last week. Sorry, guys. Kylie and Aaron got some food poisoning. Sorry, guys. It's a shame. It's it was shame. good food, though. Was it, though? I made it. I don't know if I'll, <laughs> how soon I'll have it again. But That's know. fair. Um, you did make it. Congratulations. I did. Uh, so this is our best of 2023 episode. It's our end of the year show that we do every year. These are always a ton of fun. Where we kind of talk about our comics and video games, albums, all that stuff of the year, movies, yeah. TV shows, the whole work. So um, 2023, do we feel like 2023 was a good year for media as a whole? I, I think so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I have yeah. I have a lot of uh, honorable mentions. So yeah. I mean, wow. even I'm looking at my I, I wrote this in the same book that I had my picks for 2022. And yeah. Like, I think 2022 still had some good stuff. So. I enjoyed the for how how crappy comics. it's been for about three or four years. You know. Yeah. yeah. My comics was really hard. I read like really any comics, <laughs> like well, good except for the ones for the podcast. Yeah, so that was it. Podcast. Yeah, the, the stuff I know. You had don't to worry. Read. Yeah, the <laughs> ones that I had to. This read. is why we feel guilty about <clears throat> life and coming on the podcast. The com- co- you know, the com- podcast, and then you're like, comic of the year, and you're. Mm, I didn't read one. <laughs> we did, but they weren't of the year that they read. That's fair. True. That's Except true. I have one. That's all I have. Yeah, we've done this every year that we've done the podcast, Woo-hoo! which is kind of cool. Like this has been kind of a cool like yeah six seven year thing that we've kept going basically from the beginning. Yeah. So we started off with discovery of the year, which is I, I'm trying to remember who's I think this was Edgar's I think it was idea. Edgar's idea. Well Edgar's done, idea. Edgar. Well like, first done. year because he because oh, he, he was on our first, which would have been best of 2017. If you can imagine, he's awesome. um, I think this was his idea of like, what's the the new thing that you found the, of this year? So we'll go around. Like, no. oh, yeah. Aaron, can we do it the opposite this year? Just where Tyler as starts. Go counterclockwise. Yes. Oh my gosh, we're twisting it up. No, oh because God. it would I really help. Starts. Yeah, Ky- you start. Oh, okay. what a, it I just can... helped me this okay. year a lot. All right, okay. Tyler, what Calm is down. your... So I, I, I I'm going to start, down. and we're still going to go our normal way, or I'm going to go to Kylie next? Yeah, it's just going to be the opposite. Mary's going to end this. We're doing backwards. This, we'll do this. <laughs> this was like... So I'll, I'll be I'll be upfront and honest. This was like the hardest one for me this yeah, year. I didn't really too, have right? like a well, stand up no, thing. It was hard, so yeah. oh, I did of, mine like of uh, was the last list we did because I did it at the same time. Look again. Of all the categories like that we had, this is the one that I have as the most kind of cop out one, I guess. Like I don't really have a great discovery of the year this year, but oh, oh well, we'll get out of the way. Um, so my discovery of the year is sort of is the 2023 phenomenon that was. Taylor Swift's The Eras Tour. Not oh, okay. only not only just seeing the show in person, but sort of being wrapped up in... I don't think it's a cop-out. You know, tracking the show on social media and then going to the movie and like being... It was like a whole... It kind of took over the world, it felt like, this year. Or at least a good chunk of the summer, right? So um, we obviously got to see the show back in March in yeah. Vegas in person and had such a fun blast doing that. And then... Getting to see it, obviously, in, in the theaters once the movie came out. And just, you know, kind of following it throughout the summer and seeing, like, what surprise songs Taylor was going to do and who were the guests that she was going to bring on stage and blah, blah, blah. Um, so, yeah, it was just kind of a 
phenomenon, I guess. So mm-hmm. it, it was. I, I really had a hard time coming up with anything, and Taylor Swift really kind of took over our year this year. I feel like so. Like I'm just gonna give it to her, and this so is her big thing of, that she did this it's year. Not your turn. Well, no, I was thinking when you say Discovery of the Year, that concert going experience is pretty fucking adventurous, especially if something that big. Yeah. Like Kyle and me saw um, the wall. I mean, that's an experience in itself to be in that room to see. Sure. Because they put so much money into it. So when you're saying it's experience of the year, she must have put no, a it's lot. it's discovery of it's the year. A... Yeah, I know. Okay. So discovery, it it's, must have been pretty impressive. It's a show unlike anything I've ever seen. Like the the production value, the stage and the LEDs and the stage that moves up and down and does all the kinds of different stuff and all the different, you know. She performs for three and a half hours and I think well, 44 pretty... songs and like 17 outfit changes. And the, I mean, it's just an incredible show. And True. so, you got to yeah. give props to like the whole. I mean, 44 songs is, is crazy. It's like fucking ridiculous. So, and it was cool that we got to see the show in like the second. Like, she, the, the first stop was the weekend before we went to Vegas, was like in Arizona. was in Arizona. So we got to see the show in the second city it was in, which was pretty cool. So we got to go to the third show of the tour, which nice. is cool. So yeah. on the movie side, what what was the movie showing? It, it was, so the movie, the um, she did like three or four nights in L.A. Oh. And that's what they used for the movie. I'm not sure if they kind of pick and choose they different parts of it, whatever. But it's it's pretty much the same show for the most part. But it was further But they probably on. went, this song was better on night three. On this night, yeah. yeah. So that's what I was curious is, you know, she's probably just getting in the groove by the second showing in Vegas, right? right? So was she more... And that was in the- March. And like the, the ones that they use in the movie... Is when or they, they the concert the was filmed one. in August. Yeah. So like by that point it was like fully well, in, yeah well well, well, well machine. Yeah. So did you notice the difference in the movie versus the? Live? No, it, it was if anything it was just kind of nice to kind of like it felt like you got to kind of relive it a little bit because <laughs> it, it, it really was basically the same yeah. same exact show. So yeah, Taylor Swift the Air's tour is my just not just the concert itself but just the whole Experience. everything around it. Mm-hmm. That was my discovery of the year. Nice. Mine's a TV show, surprise, surprise. Ooh, Kylie. Um, it's a TV show he liked so much that it didn't make his TV show of the year, so he had to find <laughs> Well, no, because it's not, it's not a TV show that came out last year. There you so go. Oh. So it's one well that I'm like, done. Perfection. Oh. Um, it's an Amazon Prime show called Outer Range with um, okay. Outer Range, who played Thanos. Josh oh. Brolin. Yep, yep. Um, okay. It... I was hesitant because it, I think it takes place in Wyoming. Yes, it does. And, when know, did this come out? Ranchers, I want to say 2022, probably okay. the year before. Oh, okay, so it's still a newer show. It's still show. newer, yeah. But I, you know, I discovered it this it's year. It's not like some old gym. But I think I put it off because I'm like, oh, they're ranchers, it's cowboys, I don't care. And that but was an accident, right? very much not. It's, it's, uh, it's sci-fi and like Twin Peaksy and it, by the time it ended I think I was telling Mary this it reminded me very much of Dark oh okay yeah, uh, yeah quite a bit so when it was over I was like oh my god that was amazing yeah it was cool. so good and it, it's on and Amazon Prime you. Amazon Prime yeah the, and the the runner up for that another show <laughs> again that was it was did not come out this year um, but I'd heard a lot about it was Yellow Jackets on Showtime okay and that's one that we sat down because I'd, I'd read a lot about it, and it had, was getting a lot of praise. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well... And then finally, I, ta- I was talking to my neighbor, and he's like, oh, That's my God, true. me you and my need... wife love this. And I'm like, okay, you're the first person I've actually talked to right. that has recommended this. I, I, I read about it a lot, but... 
you know. Like, a lot of the things I kept thinking of when I was trying to do mine was, like, yeah, I was, like, I think, like, I think last year, I, I'm, I can't even remember. I'm pretty sure last year my discovery of the year was... Yu-Gi-Oh! the game because oh, we got okay. back into yeah, that yeah, yeah. and like it's we did that was 2022 that we started but like 2023 really kind of like picked up and kept going so at first I was like oh Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, I think I did that already because that was technically the year before so it was mm. hard to like what was this year? Yeah. <laughs> but I forgot about Yellow Jackets yeah. we we that, that'd be my runner up but Outer Range was was amazing that was that was an accident too I just happened to put it on too and it is clearly one of those loop-de-loop ones it was not as well it seemed pretty even for sci-fi it seemed pretty josh brolin who who was the bad dude the the, because it's like warring rancher families who they're they're lands border each other oh Mm -hmm. i can see him in um but he's a pretty famous guy everyone is pretty pretty big in the show okay Um, but yeah it's very much worth checking out Aaron, you're doing it live. Doing it live. And so when I think of discovery, I'm a nerd. And I think of discovery as in like, what things have I found? And I am going to oddly go with a bidet. Oh, Jesus. I installed I, st- I installed bidets in our Oh, bathroom. my goodness gracious. A bidet what? is... That's the most Aaron pick of all time. <laughs> Are you kidding me, guys? You're talking about a discovery of the year. I've really this... thought about getting one of those, but I'm oh like, I don't God. know how to hook it up. Oh, it's It's... It's pain, can, but it, dep- it can be a little difficult, but it's not too hard. It is magic. I'm sorry. We should have been doing this years ago. We do not use as much toilet paper. You have a little bit of a giggle every time. You're like, oh. I did that. I did that today, actually. She's like, do you giggle every time? I'm like, if it hits me right that first time, yes, I do. But yeah. it is awesome because you're like, I don't want to do this. And you're a lot of, it's just one of those things where you feel, everybody's talked about it. It's just. You know, here in the U.S., it's one of those things where I don't know if people think it's dirty or stupid or whatever the case. All I know is it saves so much time and effort. And it is a discovery because you're like, this is stupid. But then you're like, oh, my God, it's the best thing because you feel clean. Well, I've used them in different countries when I travel around yeah. work. See, Kylie's so you were, had I've, I've literally never yeah. used so one it was one of these oh, things. It was, bla- it was a Black Friday Walmart thing. And I'm like, you know what? At this price, I'll buy it. one and, and try it, is, it out. Okay. It's amazing. And so... And you my, got one for all the toilets or just oh, one? I got one for mine first. Oh, and, and then, then, and then I was like, Erin, like, you got to try this. And, and then, then, yes. And then she kept using it. I'm like, you want me to get one for you? Yeah. I'll get you one. So my sister's husband actually... Their house is like, she's like, we don't go through as much toilet paper ever. And I think, again, it's just one of those, like, discoveries of, like... It's clean and cost savings. Mm-hmm. How hard I, was it to set up, scale of 1 to 10? 10 being the hardest. 5 to 6, okay. probably. It wasn't... We had the, to figure the, out... Average the, hard. The, the issue with me is, well, in her bathroom, the pipe's so close to the bathtub. Oh, okay. that, Like, getting that... I, I, that was a little difficult. Um, it's just, I'm not a plumber, yeah. so it's, yeah. it's tightening things the right amount so it's not leaking. Yeah. Like, but I mean, once you get that, it's, but it's, it's hilarious. There's, <laughs> it's like the pictures on the bidet, it's like the little butt, right? Yeah. But then they have the little girl, they have the vagina versus one where I'm like, <laughs> and he's like, do the vagina. I'm like, I, Kyle, I don't need a vagina. He's like, you should probably just do the vagina one for excitement. I'm like, it's not that exciting. <laughs> All I know is. It just helps, and it I, was. I, I an do after I after I hooked mine up, 
I stupidly <laughs> standing there. <laughs> Luckily, I didn't have a shirt on, but I had yeah. the, the toilet seat was open. I pushed the button to see how it worked, and it just like went uh, just went oh, right this is all what I heard. I, I heard laughing my ass off. I heard you like walked right into that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it like cold water? Yeah, it's just the water. That's it's just toilet water, but it's not. It's it's not toilet water. It's just water from your pipes. Well, it's water from the pipes that go in to that would toilet. go into yeah. your yeah, toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. just shoots yeah. up your bottom. Are you saying toilet, toilet water? Like it's no, 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 sorry, no. I feel like if no, it was no, like no. warm I would, water, I would be more open. I would think to that. so. And like the countries I've been to that have them, they do have temperature settings. Yeah, and I think you could probably do that here, but that would be I'd, you'd probably have to get a plumber to oh, install that. All I know is that would like, be pretty nice. Yeah. But it's not. I mean, it's not. It's not like cold. No, it's not like oh my god, this is gonna be uncomfortable. No, not at all. It's more of a like, whoa, it hit a spot. Like, because every once in a while you hear a giggle upstairs. Woo! And you're. All I know is it saves a lot of toilet paper and a lot of angst. I believe it. As a human being going, oh my God. It was a great discovery. Thank Mary? you, Kylie. Yeah. What did you discover this year? My discovery. Don't you dare say One Piece. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was already vetoed. She was like the second oh. of the day. Come on. Yeah. That was already vetoed that I couldn't have a rediscovery of One Piece well, for dude, my childhood. Well, dude, it's a thousand. Anyways. Like, yeah, no. I'm it with is. him on that one. That's all I've been watching is One Piece, okay? Oh. Pretty much. Okay, my discovery will be, it's going to be two things. I'm ready. <laughs> uh, it's going to be Sleep Token uh, and Ren. It's their, Sleep Token's a band. It's oh. like a... Like That's a, why it sounded familiar. Like a, <gasps> like a soft... Sleep Token has taken over the world Slash hardcore. It's, it, I don't even know what it is. It's for the book talk girlies. Anyways, they, they okay. wear it's masks. It's for the what? The book talk girlies. The book talk girlies? What is yeah. book talk girlies? Uh, where we read smut. The right? girls who, who read, read the fairy read porn. Yes. I read... I, <laughs> Sleep Token is like a... <sighs> they're very... Alternative sensual. band that... <laughs> Heavy at times, but they had—they're hard because they—they they sound so—they don't good. really sound like anything else. Like okay. it's hard to really describe. But them. it's like a serious band. Yeah, yeah. They, no, they're, they're a legit band. They—they they were like Revolvers Band of the Year this year. Like they're—they're they're blowing up everywhere. Yeah, they're—I don't—I wouldn't say they're like for me, but like they're not bad bad by any means. Like I've listened to them a couple times. Like they're definitely merit. Like they're a legitimate band. They're musicians. They play, you know, whatever. They're not like some like. Goody Two Shoes Boy Band or anything like whatever. Yeah. Right? Like they're a legit band that plays music and stuff, whatever. But how did they get connected to? Because somehow we listen. We listen to it when yeah, we're reading. Somewhere that they really? became like the band that girls who read smutty books listen to while they read. I don't know how that happened. I can't do that. I like music too much and books too much that I couldn't do it at the same time. I, 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 I could do like it that. if it was instrumental music, but I couldn't do it if it had lyrics because I feel like it would just fuck up my yeah. brain. Yeah. But like that, adds, that's who Sleep Token is me. now. Like they're just, they're the band that the girls who like smutty books like. But this like. is it. Huh. They weren't like. They didn't ask to be this, but they got it. But that. that's what they are. Yeah. They know it too. <laughs> they they know it too. I put on them, but and the things what, they do. What was the other? What is one? Ren? Is that an Ren, anime? No, Ren is it's another artist. R E N. R E N. Just R E N. Sorry, he's another artist. Tyler knows who Ren is because we've listened to it's specifically. We really like to listen to a song. It's called Violet's Tale. He plays like. He plays guitar and he raps yeah. and he sings and he very does. Talented he's guy. very talented. He's like, he can go. He just like 
is very um his face is very expressive when he sings and stuff too mm. so like he'll he does a lot of like mouth noise like ooh like he the, the only thing i can think of like how to describe it is it's like you, yeah. it's like new age it's like new age folk music because it's like a little like, yeah like most of it's just him and a guitar and it's very finger plucky style and mm-hmm. all the songs are like not all of them but a good chunk of them are like, they, like they, toxic they're, they're, they're like they're like six seven minutes long and they tell story, and story it, it, yeah. it, it, it's very like old school like folk singing okay. but he's very british so he has like a very very thick english accent yeah and okay. stuff whatever and it, dude plays the shit out of a guitar. I'll give, I'll give him credit. Like, you, like you watch some of the videos that I've been playing, and it's like, and he's singing while doing all this, and it's very just like boom cheat, do deep, boom cheat, whatever. And it's like, it, it's pretty crazy. The yeah. Guy's insanely talented. Like, I, I don't know if I'm like, he, he's not a guy I like. I go to like put on necessarily, but like when she puts him on or whatever, I'm like, you gotta give he's it to still, him. Yeah, guys, to him. He's talented. Crazy talented. Thank guy. you for acknowledging my talented. I'd like to point out though, it he is from Wales. I wonder well, if he knows uh-huh. Tom Jones. There, smut. We're back to the smut. I used to be like a. It's yeah, romance yeah. novels. They weren't smut. No, we, they're all. Oh, it's all smut novel. now. Oh really? It's it, all there are romance novels. She's talking are. about smut. I'm she likes smut. smut. No, I'm talking I mean, about, that's I'm talking about first paragraph smut. That's literally <laughs> first D's. Well, I'm on saying, the first paragraph. But that's what we read back in the day too. But we never had this. I bet her stuff media. would keep you up at night, Aaron. No, God no. Believe now, me, now I it's shit, everybody yeah. around the world can converge and be like, "This is what we're reading," Maybe and we're all like, "That's yes. it." Maybe that's it. Because I'm like, I read some. Irene knows. Irene knows. Anyways, I feel kind of bad because I was like, I was a little bit of a smut reader back in the day, but we oh, yeah. called. Oh, it people are heavy it, smut it, readers more, now, and we're not like, even we were, we're not even shy about it anymore. Yeah, yeah. It, it's more like accepting readers. to just be open about yeah. reading smut now than it was back in the day. But like, I, yep, that's what I'm going to read. I guess maybe that's it. We called it romance novels. Right, back like, in the like day, now, maybe it's we now. It's like it's still romance. Yeah, one of the girls at work was straight up porn that she reads. Yeah, okay, all right. We're not even. We're not even. I was asking novels. one of the one of the girls I work with what she'd done over the weekend, and she's like, "Oh, I read a book because she really likes TV and stuff." Mm. So I'm like, "What did you watch?" She's like, "I didn't really watch anything." I'm like, "Oh, are you read? busy?" She's like, oh, "I was reading a book." I'm like, "What'd you read?" And you could tell she was hesitant. Embarrassed. Yes. Yeah, she's like, "It's, yeah, it's just you know, fantasy about fairies." I'm like, "Is it fairy porn?" She's yeah, I'm like it's yeah. Was it a court of thorns and roses? <laughs> Listen, hey, that's why everybody read this year. I swear to God. See, it might it may have been a little. So, mine it was like it's a different level. Every every author has a different level, right? Yeah. And then the cool thing is the same author had a different name, and they would write different levels of yeah because. They knew they could they, get But away. they get a pseudonym so they can get harder. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> harder. So you could tell uh, the pseudonyms. Next thing, next, video games? Next, yep. Sorry. And this one, I'm even lamer than the first. I literally have none. I didn't play the video game this year. I, did, I, he didn't I, touch I, a I single promise video I have game. some good picks coming later. It does. <laughs> I no, I guess I shouldn't I, say I, that. Because wait until he says... Like, I'm, like, it's not even like, oh, it's hard to pick one. It's literally NA. So I literally he literally did not. So before... My most video gaming is playing Super Smash Bros with Caitlin this year like so, well, playing it with my you younger but like big... that's an older video game like, I played no video games this year so uh-huh. did you play video games 
back in the day? Yeah, I mean, I, I had my time. Like, like PlayStation Two was like my that was your jam. that was my peak of that was my like okay. play all goddamn night long and shit. Oh damn, mine was like the Nintendo, Super Mario Brothers, and but shit. Yeah. Video games are one of those things where like I have a hard time like. It doesn't cross my mind to do it, but like every time, like when I actually do sit down and play a game, I'm like, oh, I really wish I did this more. But like, for some reason, it doesn't it's not trigger to thing. me to where yeah. I where I want to do it. That's fair. It's almost like reading like not comics, like reading like novels and stuff. That's similar to me too. Where I, I don't like, I want to read a you book. You don't go out of your way. But like sometimes, <laughs> sometimes when I read a book and I really like it, I'm like, why don't I read more books? Yeah. I like books. And then what happens is that one is a year away, right? Yeah. Like you're like a year later. See, mine is Mary. Like... Li- Mary knows I love God of War. That's like one of the only video games that she literally bought me Ragnarok for Christmas last year, which would be Christmas 2021, uh-huh. no 2022, 2022. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and I it's it's sealed. So. Huh? <laughs> I yeah, figured, I figured you were going to say she bought it so she could play it for no, me. No, she watch. bought it for me. And like, yeah, I he literally keep got hearing how amazing it is. Like, I'm going to get around to playing that one of these times. And I've literally had it for over a year. Now it's still in the I plastic. I still need to go back and replay the. Yeah, he got so angry. It's still in the plastic. Yeah. Father. Okay. So. Father. Well, I think mine's going to be the pick that goes down the rest of this table. Maybe. Which is Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Okay. I specifically didn't choose that one because <gasps> I played another game and would, I liked it. Would it be it. your pick, though? It, it would be my pick if okay. I didn't play this other game. Uh, no, okay, but even if you were just picking just the best of the two games, would it be your pick? Maybe. Okay. It, was, it was a toss-up. It was a toss-up. I went with my most recent. Um, I was asking if you were picking something different just to be different or if Zelda's really the best game of the year. It's a toss-up. Okay. It's okay. a toss-up. So I love Zelda. My thing is the time frame. I don't remember when games came out because like Kylie and me, like you said, you have games still in the wrapper. Well, Kylie me. Yeah. Kylie? 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 Kylie and me. And it came out really fast. Something like an anime character. Like <laughs> yeah. Kylie and me. Uh, we... We keep games, and we. I still remember I was at that stupid. It's not stupid. The Christmas party, and we were giving out white elephants, and the gal got DVDs, and she. I don't own a DVD player, and I said, "What? Yeah. I don't own a DVD player." And I said, well, "That's so bizarre." To yeah. Why? And she goes, "Everything's online." No. And I'm like. Right, but everything online for her. There's a lot out there, don't get me wrong, but yeah. everything's yeah. not out there. So then yeah. I thought, me and Kylie have to own things, and so we have games that are still in the wrapper. Yeah. So when we start playing something, when you say Game of the Year... Maybe this weekend's a good God of War weekend. Oh my God, go. Game but of I, the Year I was is worried when we put this one in, because it came out... It was kind of earlier in the year. Wasn't it? Zelda, yeah. Yeah, and I was expecting... Was like, like spring, wasn't it? Like, yeah, I was I expecting so. more of a holiday I'll, I'll look it up. release for, for a game like this. Yeah. No, they usually put it out earlier in the year. I feel year, like I it was like March, April, wasn't okay. it? Okay. Yeah, I know. That sounds right. Yeah. But I, but I liked so that first addicting. one so much. That came out literally the same time as Diablo 4. And I'm May. like May 12th. Okay. May. So summer almost. So, so I had a pick. Okay? I was like, okay, can you let me tell my story? Sorry. I'm so excited. I'm so, so I chose sad. Zelda because I liked uh, the first one so much. Breath of the like I, I know Diablo's gonna be fire, mm-hmm. but that's like a seventy dollar game, so Zelda's about the same. Like, let's pick one because they're both gonna be long games. So let's do Zelda first. And Playing it when it started out, I was like, "Ooh, I don't think I'm gonna care for this game at all." Because right. you start up in the sky, <laughs> shit, and I was like, "No, nah, I'm not digging this at all." 
And I can't remember if Erin got down to, to the ground before I did on I did. her game. But then when I saw her play and when she finally makes it down to Hyrule and she's running right. around, I'm like, okay, now this is... Okay, I, I'm, so I'm, I'm down for that. My question is, and I can't believe I haven't really asked this yet, because I, I played a good bit of Breath of the Wild yeah. with Mary. I okay. played no Tears of the Kingdom at all. But, okay. but, but there were times where she played it and I would kind of watch a bit of it, but very limited. So... But from what I from what I could see, like were, was Tears of the Kingdom more or less? I don't want to say the same as a as in a knock, but like it very looked like it was more or less the same game. Not I'm trying to same word map, it. like same, just the Concept? same but different. Like what? what yeah. It, okay. Yeah, but I I want to say I, I the stuff Is they that added but different because they added it. They made things more intuitive. Yeah, like and like um, going bigger, through yeah. the. Dungeons, if you want to call them that, I think it's the shrines. I guess shrines, is what they yeah. are. Um, where in that first one, there was a way to beat them, mm-hmm. and this one is like, no, you have all these different powers. Like, nope, you you probably you're supposed to do this, but I'm gonna bypass all of that and do it my way and get to the end. I found yeah. it interesting. I, I really liked that. Okay. That's kind of if you can think outside of the box to solve the puzzle. But they're very similar, right? Like in the yeah. way the gameplay yeah. and the mechanics and everything oh, yeah. the from, mechanics what, from what maybe. I saw they like it just looked like it looked like Breath of the Wild 2 if I could call it that, right? Exactly. Like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think I literally skipped past so many fights because I was just like I don't want to go that way. I'm going to go this way and I like found a completely different way. And it was like, then I watched people play it, and I was like, oh, they oh. went the way you're supposed to, mm-hmm. and they went through all this fighting, and I didn't have to do that. Yeah. So well, I was like, way better prepared, almost. Like, I missed the Guardians from the first game, because I got really good at like blocking their shit with my yeah. shield. No, I hated the Guardians. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, spider-looking yeah. things. Yeah. Oh, shoot I the lasers. Yeah, that like, shit I did get sucks, good at deflecting man. them, but every time I heard that noise, Dude. I was yeah, just like, like panic, panic. <laughs> well, I think well, now this, it was the hands. The fucking hands. <laughs> oh, but I got uh, those hands down. I was I like, not, oh, I, I still got did this. because no, I panic. They're so fast, and I they panic that 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 little instant that I panic, I'm fucked. They so are. They you gotta find tears somewhere in the high. As well, or do you it, have something else? It was actually that Assassin's Creed Origin was Ooh, on mine, fun. but okay. it didn't come out in 2023. One of the cool thing is, is Kylie and me with Zelda. It was a hard thing where, as a relationship and married couple who both plays games, you we gotta fight a, to who's, uh, who's this playing. is why we like two player games that yeah. we can do couch co-op yeah. together. Yeah, yeah, no. So we give or take. Yeah, I should so play. Kylie it takes two. We're playing Diablo. Um, is it the Prison Break one? I don't know. Oh, no. It's, a, <laughs> it's, a little, it's the little yarn people. No. Oh, no, no, no. That's no. Just play that one. So the, the cool thing was is thing. every time Kylie and me would play, when he, I was doing a, a uh, one of the shrines, he would actually watch to see how I would approach the puzzle. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing is, is maybe why I liked it so much is the puzzle concept it was that you had to find a different way to do the puzzle and i and how i approached trying to solve the puzzle putting the things together he did exactly differently and so he Hmm. would go well shit that would have been easier and then he would he would tell me how he would make and because you're trying to get pieces together and you can build things yeah a lot of people build things i'm not that I don't have that much. Yeah, I didn't build. Yeah, seeing some of the builds people did, I'm like, you got a lot of time on your hands. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. But I literally just want to go from A to Z. Like, give me that. Mm -hmm. I built a hovercraft. That's what I built. I was like, I'll just take that all around the map. 
the hovercraft that was harder to build than you think though but it, it was mine was not perfect because it would either go to the left or the right <laughs> yeah. but it got me where i wanted to go but it was fun because kylie would hand me the controller in areas where i he would say i can't do this which was cool and then i would say fuck it kylie here's my controller in areas where i couldn't but it was that true moment where kylie's like you could have done this 10 different ways you yeah. didn't yeah. choose i the really way. like that because because yeah. in that first game they allowed you to be so creative if you in this one. if you got Very. all the shrines in the first game you got like the original costume from the, yeah. old, game, the old school games and i didn't do that aaron did it yeah because there was one that i was he got like, so Fuck this. I'm not, i can't do this one i'm not doing it and this time around it's like oh I see what everywhere. I need to do, yeah. but I can hook a rocket to my shield and I can fly past yeah. all this shit. That was a, but that was it. It was just the ingenuity and the fact that we could talk about it. Where mm-hmm. Kylie would go, oh, I did this. And you would, the fucking hooks. That got Kylie first, is having to flip the hooks with your superpower. Oh, and you, oh yeah. yeah. He hated oh, that. Oh, yeah. Hooks. Okay. But if I had another one, it'd be Origins because I totally been digging that. But I know that didn't come out this year. Yeah. But Zelda, it was a it was a marital. I, I'm kind of at this point. Like we've we've had very limited time with Diablo because I did get that for oh, Christmas. But it was so it, much fun. It, it, Pretty sweet. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm like I'm wondering if just, that would have came Zelda. in a little too late. Yeah. The the amount of time that I spent on Zelda definitely would be my pick. But then, uh, so I'll Zelda's? just skip to my pick now. Uh, my video game will be Spider-Man 2. <gasps> okay. <clears throat> nice. It was badass. I got that for Christmas as well. It was badass. Uh, I I didn't know what any of the villain was going to be. I think I knew Craven, but that was that was it. Did you play the two before? Yeah. Okay. Well, I watched Tyler play the Spider-Man. And, and then, then the I... You, you played a good bit of Spider-Man. I, I played like the last bit of Spider-Man. We, we, we and then played I played Miles Morales. That's yeah. the other one, And right? I love Miles Morales. And in this one, my only gripe is I wish that they would have allowed more Miles Morales play, like more stuff for him to... I don't know. Oh, okay. I just... I really like Miles Morales. And I felt like I was... It was very much a Peter Parker story than a Versus. Miles Morales story. Mm-hmm. So like... But literally anytime I like got to pick what character to play, I would just choose Miles Morales. Yeah. <laughs> because like, I was like, I just I like Miles Morales yeah. more. Like I just like his power set more. And okay. then it got to a point where... <laughs> do we care about spoilers? It's I how new is it? It's, it's not it's, that new. Uh, I mean, it's I don't know. You're fine. Yeah. You're fine. Anti Venom. <laughs> okay. You get to be Anti Venom, and What's... that was badass. It's hmm. the white. He so uh, Peter Parker. He got Venom. He was okay, Venom, the white one. and then he was the the black okay. suit, and then he changes into Anti Venom, and then he's got the white suit, and that was pretty awesome, and that was really cool, and okay. so then I just stayed with him. Right on. So what... see, Kenny. I mean, this was his game of the year. It was Spider Man. Yeah. Um, but Shocker. he he would be very no he he'd be very Pun like intended. he wouldn't tell me stuff like that because mm-hmm. like, oh no you, I'm like but Kenny you know I don't and care then, if you spoil Venom. this and then Venom so he gets all big okay <laughs> Venom gets all as big Venom does. as he does and then he grows fucking bat wings and he's flying around oh this is this is um. King in Black is what you're describing. I guess. Yeah, okay. I don't know. So I just know it was fucking cool. And like Miles Morales, he had his things that he was doing. And it was like, with Miles Morales' story, it was very much like, oh, he's like learning to kind of empathize more with some of the villains where it was like, 
they didn't always like want to be bad guys. They were just like they got turned into bad guys because of bad things happened to them. Like and so, he was going through his his storyline of that because I feel like every that's very time. much Spider Man is like yeah. His bad guys weren't originally just bad guys. It was yeah. just like a it's bad always, thing happened. Yeah, uh, yeah, like it's that. always like awesome. people that awesome. fell on a hard time. On a hard time, yeah. like something bad happened. So like a lot of the stories was like, oh, you had like Doctor Connors, and he in this he doesn't want to be a bad guy. Obviously, he's but not. He is not the looked- lizard anymore, and then he gets turned into the lizard forcibly. You have Tombstone. He's getting hunted, and he's like. He's on like probation and he's working at like a go kart race place. Wow. And yeah, I know. And he just wants to, he just wants to be a good guy now. And then you have Craven. And then so you have Craven, who's a, who's a badass. Who, Hang on. What was the pick of 2023 for video games? Because I know the game of the year is Baldur's Gate. Game of the year is Baldur's Gate. I want to play Baldur's Gate for that's, that means Spider Man and Tears of the Kingdom were like right there too. Right? They're, they're, they're the consensus. Okay, that's like, what I was thinking. Kenny being the gamer guy. He his order was Spider Man. Normally it would have been Zelda right after that, but the new Final Fantasy he says is fire. Oh, so okay. That one and then I never Zelda. played Final so Fantasy. So okay. and Baldur's Gate came out of nowhere, but I can see. I was like, it's not. And I'm waiting for the physical release for Baldur because it's just that's digital the, at yeah. this moment. Seeing this is, I know that's going to be right up my oh, alley. I want to so. play Baldur's Gate I know. so bad, but yeah, I want the physical too. I don't. And this want is the, the thing is again. If, Fascinating. I don't have a DVD player. I'm like, why wouldn't you have a DVD yeah. player? Everybody's like, different, man. Yeah. And she goes, you have a V. I don't even think I'm, we have a VCR. And they're like, well, why would you have that? I'm like, well, because sometimes there's that. I have a VCR one, in a box. Yeah, but it's that <laughs> but you one have the oppor- shot. You, yeah, if you want to pull something shot, out to right? watch, you could. Yep, I could. Yeah. All right, what's the next one, baby? Uh, Video game. No, it was album. Uh, album. Album. Ooh, album of the year. This is Here hard. Probably probably wasn't difficult for you. Um, Uh, There wasn't a well. There was the Taylor Swift versions. The Taylor. Yeah, I mean, I I excluded those. Is we we did get two Taylor Swift re-recording albums this year, but those feel a little cheap. So I I I didn't. I don't know. I mean, they're both awesome. If you they that's fantastic. I probably would have picked. I probably would have picked 1989 or Speak Now as well, but I also had the same thoughts. Yeah, could, because they are re-recordings of... I mean, even though they do have the, the vault tracks on them and stuff, they're still... If it was songs, then I could I could pick one. But <laughs> um, Oddly enough, I had two, and uh, both of mine are country albums. Uh, what? Yeah. Um, Shania Twain? No. I did <laughs> Dolly Parton. Um, the first one is uh, an album called All I've Ever Known by an artist named Alexandra Kay. Oh, you like um, Really cool because she's an independent artist and she's really just like kind of starting to bust onto the scene in a, in a really crazy way. She's starting to get really a lot of airplay and stuff, whatever. Um, I actually got to see her twice this year, which is really cool. This is her, this is her debut album. Okay. Um, and it's, it's a really... Like, I, I love albums that are like about thematically a certain thing that are so well written that you can relate to it even if you haven't been through the thing, you know? Okay. So she's like 30, 31 years old. She went through a divorce. She was married for 10 years and got divorced. And so this whole album is basically kind of about. The divorce and it kind of goes through like all the different stages there's sort of like 
there's like the songs of like <coughs> the real sad kind of songs of like you know watching a marriage come to an end there's like the real kind of like hey i wish you well like you know maybe we just wanted different things there's like there's even a song about like finding out that her ex-husband has started to date somebody else so she wants to go out and date somebody else and it's like after being married for 10 years it's like how I don't know how to do this when like someone stares at me. I feel like they've been looking at me for too long, so I tell them to look or whatever. Or like I won't even let somebody kiss me because it feels like I'm I'm looking over my shoulder the whole time I'm on a date with somebody because I feel like I'm doing something wrong, you know. And like the her words are so well written in this whole album that you're just like I've never been divorced, but like when you, I'm just like yeah, that's it right there. But you've you know? gone through breakups and shit. Yeah, you know? it, like so you, you it, it just feels so honest and genuine, you know, where mm-hmm. it's just like. I feel it's a lot of peaks and valleys of like the, and it's like that's probably what that whole experience was like for her, I'm sure. Mm. You know, like there's there's one song that's like really kind of like, I don't want to say positive, but it's more on the positive end of like, hey, like this thing came to an end, but like she, she talks about like, give your mom a hug, tell her this one's for me, go out and do all the things that we always said we would do together because, you know, like, and she said, she talks about, the song's called Losing More Than You. She says, like, at the end of the day, I'm losing more than you. Like, like our friends at the bar, go buy them a round of drinks, tell them it's on, tell them it's from me or whatever. You know, like, when you are with somebody for a long period of time and you end it, it's, you're not losing necessarily just that person. You're kind of, you know, because she talks yeah. about, like, she says, like, tell your sister I'll miss our talks and stuff, whatever. It's like all those little things that you do lose when you divorce somebody, you know? Yeah, it's it, it's really, really powerful album. So that's really kind of my one, but the other honorary one was kind of, and I, I'm just doing it there because I knew nobody else would pick it because I'm the one who likes country here, is uh, Parker McCollum's album called Never Enough. Um, Parker McCollum's, like, maybe my favorite country artist right now. He's really, really good. also got to see him this year. Um, was he at Country Fan Fest? He was. He was one of the headliners of Country Fan Fest. He's actually going to be back here in like two weeks, and I'm, I got tickets to that show as well. So I get to see him Where's again. Where's he playing? Uh, Maverick Center. Oh, okay. So he's that. He's big enough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, he was like one of the big headliners at Country Fan Fest. He, he's one of those that's like, Country Fan Fest is good at like getting people like a year or two early mm-hmm. where like Before a lot of they, times a lot of times when they put out the headliners they go oh why isn't it you know the biggest people in country whatever but then like two years ago like or like when people blow up you go oh yeah they were at country fan fest two years ago mm-hmm. you know what i mean whatever like because obviously when you're putting together festivals you only have so much money yeah. but i feel like they really are good at kind of identifying like who's kind who's of right up. about yeah. to blow up you know okay. like there's some of the people that they've had that are like they are some of the bigger people like Luke Holmes. I don't, you guys don't know country music, like he's one of the biggest I know who guys. That yeah. Is, yeah. He he had like country fan fest years ago. Like they couldn't get him now, mm-hmm. but like when they got him, he was like right about to blow up. You know, guys like that. Like, and then people go like, oh, why can't we get like Morgan Wallen or one of these guys or whatever? It's like, okay, the guys that they're the people that they're getting are, you know, it's either that or. Kind of old, like it, the, the, that. That's basically who they go after. It's like the people that are either right about to blow up, or it's like Brooks and Dunn, right? Which is like huge back in the day. Yeah. That are that are kind of like the old guys that are still around. The, yeah. the, those are the people that they get. The classics, you know. Yeah, and and I'm I'm kind of all for that to be honest with you. But yeah, Parker McCollum's album, uh, Never Enough, really, really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, he's one of those that uh, he has a really unique sound to him. I think a lot of people kind of get trapped into what the 
especially modern country that there's sort of a it's very formulaic music mm-hmm. it definitely can be and i think a lot of people that like say they can't stand country music when they say that's that's what they're talking about is because that's what they hear i think just like any other genre of music there's a lot of layers to it besides just the biggest oh yeah thing, yeah you know what i mean like saying like i don't like country music because i don't like Florida Georgia line or something. Uh, like it's, pop it, country. It, it, it's almost like Just saying like, like well, I don't like rock because I don't like Nickelback or so. You know what I mean? Or or whatever. Yeah. Because it's like there's so many other things in the genre besides those the big radio. You know, whatever. And you know, country's not for everybody. But I, I do think like there are people that are doing things outside of that radio country thing that you hear. I can't couldn't tell you the last time I listened to so, it with the radio. It, that's fair. So, <laughs> yeah, those, those, those are my two. I'll, I'll represent country because I know nobody else is going to. So, Kylie, what's your album of the year? I don't think it's <laughs> going to be any surprise. It's uh, the new one that Lana Del Rey released. I was wondering if it was Did you know that there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard? Um, and it was one of those, like, when I popped it in, like, I, I usually avoid because we're in the day and age where it's like they're releasing this song and you know they're they're releasing the singles first before the album comes out and you also don't do any of the you don't do spotify you don't do apple music so you don't you don't hear a thing until the record comes out. yeah i try to avoid that even though i know like oh this i know like there there was like three or four songs released before the album came out which is like pretty Um, standard yeah and there there was one there was one on this one that i did listen to because everybody was like this is the fucking song and it was called a and w and it was Mm. it is it's probably the the my favorite song off that album but i like to get the cd and put it in and listen like just going completely blind yeah yeah and yeah the first song was really good like hers i usually it takes a couple listens to before it really like Mm -hmm. grabs me this one grabbed me pretty quickly um and then there's and it's just kind of uh, for her for her i feel it was kind of all over the place you had some really like softer stuff and then you had more of the harder stuff it was it was Mm -hmm. kind of all over and then she had some kind of cool interludes and the first time i heard those couple of interludes i'm like well these are just kind of toss away things but the more i listen to it i'm like no i really i like this i like the music that's going on with it and i i I really enjoyed it aaron i'm yours i'm really curious because I don't really know much about your music my, taste, to be honest. This is all over the place. Oh, I yeah. Am. So I'm, I'm curious what your record of the year is. Thing is, is, uh, is. I'm not like. She even, listened to a song for like six hours straight one day. Well, see, that's my thing. And is it, I can't. I, oh, don't even get started. I, 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 oh, I can't do that. I can't. So, I can listen to a song a few times in a row. Like, oh, that was great. Let's listen so, to it again. But to just have it on repeat. I don't even know if I can do that. Like, so this ooh, is my problem. Maybe twice is, is, in a row is probably the most I could do of one so song. So this is my dilemma f- is yeah. I'm OCD right. in the sense of work. So I don't hear anything. I don't hear my phone beep. I don't hear. But her husband does. Yeah. So again, it's like <laughs> his problem. she doesn't have those headphones on. So it's his problem for not saying anything, and which is I'm learning. If you don't have the balls to like come down and go, Aaron, put your headphones on, then mm-hmm. bullshit. You can have all the problems you want. But for me, I don't hear anything. Mm-hmm. So when it's on the background, I don't hear it. I'm actually looking at the document at hand. And when I do pick up, it's probably five seconds or beats later. So it's actually brand new for me. And then I get back into a document. So it's really weird where like, people's like, didn't you see me text? Five hours later, seriously. Right. And I do, I, I hear it and it comes up a little bit. And it's like the ocean where you're probably scuba diving. 
I hear it, and then I'm like, oh, look at this thing, and then I go back down. So right. I truly have no concept of like, and I think repetitive is actually comforting for me because you, it is that you there's it's a no pattern. Ex- yeah, you don't have any expectation. But with music, I don't hear it, and every time you come up and you hear a piece of the song, it's just as exciting. Mm-hmm. For someone else, it's like if that's what they're focusing on. Um, I actually have like. So again, I am a Spotify person. So okay. what I'll do is I'll throw in things. And I guess maybe what I find enjoyable is that I find things that people tell me later in mm-hmm. life. And I'm like, I get to put it on my list. But I have to say Royal Blood's album. And I, I couldn't remember the title of it because I just know. It's the ones with the tigers on it. It's called Back to the Water Below. And it's the Royal Blood. And I love okay. these two guys because it's... To me, it's fascinating. They're a bass player and a drummer. So how much could come out of a bass player and a drummer? A lot. It's crazy. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. You you would think it's the same thing, I guess, in superficially. Sure. But to me, I like this album. It's on my playlist. Is this the new one that just came out? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, I I enjoyed the way it, it worked. I think one of them is already in one of my favorites already. Um, but I I like them because even though it's a guy who's playing a bass and a drummer, their albums continually are slightly different. It's not the mm-hmm. same old, same mm-hmm. old. I would also say I enjoy Pussifer in a sense. I know they didn't have a new album, but they allow the music to be tweaked. And this is one of the things I think is different between me and Kylie is I love it when they have, um, they allow the music. The to remix be- albums. Oh my God. Okay. I love that shit. Anything with a bass, I could do techno music with like the versions of techno music. I have like weird fucking like shit on my playlist that if I could get up and shake my booty to it, <laughs> I, I'm telling you, there is stuff like it's the trumpet guy, and he his whole it's like the Dungeons and Dragons, but it's Trumpet Man. But Pussifer came out with a remix, and I love it. They allow people to. They've change done that music. the last few albums. They'll have yeah people remix like Trent Reznor did one, and but like out of those albums, I'll listen to them, and yeah. there'll be like one version where I'm like, ooh, I like that. But most of the time, I'm like, no, no, I, I like the original. So I do like the original, but I do like they've been steady. Every one of their albums, they haven't, I guess maybe, I hate to say it, there is, what's the band? And we saw them in the club at the very first. They're really big now. Muse? Three, yes. Muse, their first, like, three or four albums, hardcore, right? Mm-hmm. Fan, they're on your your guitar hero, everything. And somehow they tweet. Like, all of a sudden they went soft in a weird way where it, I wouldn't go to their newer albums. Their first four were hit hard. Mm-hmm. They had a lot of techno. And then something happened and they went soft a little bit. And I don't know how to explain it. Royal Blood doesn't feel that way. That's the difference. It's I weird think. because of artists because it's like you it's always so- want to stretch and grow. And yeah. like I've heard a lot of bands say like it's hard because everybody wants one the thing. new record to sound like the last one. And then they get upset when it does. And that's yeah. And it's like it's kind of a lose-lose because yeah. it's like if you make a record that sounds exactly like the last one you did that's not fulfilling creatively. And that's 
for you to do, and then sometimes it blows up too, where it's like, oh, it's just the same old same. So it's like, yeah, yeah. you're fifty fifty, and yeah. that's the thing with Candlebox. You guys remember Candlebox? That first album, it could be favorites right. all the way down. Do I know what Candlebox? did since that album I have no idea i saw them in concert in 2023 but this is the it's weird really, thing yeah. is what i love about being it's open to music is my spotify list is everything from old to new right like but what i love about music is that you could listen to alabama play on i think they did the rock and roll hall of fame on alabama first, shakes yeah. sweet home alabama no alabama shakes <laughs> it was a female guitarist they did a the for the first black woman but she did electronic she did electric guitar back in like 19 something it was amazing and they brought her in it was oh my gosh sister, sister roberta thorpe that's it i have her on my playlist based on that but i also have alabama shakes because that oh, okay. woman's fucking amazing and her music rocks but then from Alabama Shakes, Kylie will go, oh, Aaron, have you heard of, it's called Heartless Bastards. And that's probably the song that Kylie, one of the Heartless Bastards songs, is called Sway, is utterly phenomenal. And then from Heartless Bastards, Kylie will give me one song and you hear one. But that's what I think I love about music in my playlist. It doesn't right. matter when it comes out. Mm-hmm. It seems to be... <clears throat> I gravitate towards songs that came out three years ago because I haven't heard it before, and then Kylie brings it up. But like, I didn't even know about St. Vincent, and then Kylie me. St. Vincent's been around it's a long kinda, time. Yeah. I feel like with music, especially with myself, like it kind of just all depending on when you listen to it, what kind of Mood. mental state yeah. or era, era we could say that you're in, uh-huh. uh, yeah. then 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 you're ready to listen to certain kinds of music because sometimes like you're just not ready to listen to certain that's kinds true. of like, music. There's honestly to, yeah. just like too much to know everything. Like, so much, like, yeah. Like, uh, that's for, why I'm for, afraid to have Spotify because yeah. I would... I, oh, I think you go down a fucking just, There's so much yeah. great Close music you. out yeah. there and like for someone to be like, oh, I just discovered this artist. Oh, they've been around forever where it's yeah. like there's literally no, not so much <laughs> music so that's <laughs> been like thrown into, like if you have Spotify and stuff, it's like oh, you, it's, there's literally too much to know. Like, exactly. Like, like you literally could not know every... Yeah. And that's the cool thing is is I have... I love having Kylie as my... I love having Kylie as my husband and multiple reasons. But he opened you to, <laughs> yeah, that one too. He opened you to genres because we're watching a awesome limits for St. Vincent. And the opening band was a, a young woman named Joy Olderondon. I can't pronounce her last name. Amazing. Mm. Got her on YouTube, I, on Spotify, and I get to hear her whole album. And it is phenomenal. And so it's, I love Some that Some of my puzzle. favorite artists like still to this day are artists that I heard for the first time because they opened up for a yeah and I knew nothing about them <laughs> like bands that are like they ended up becoming bigger bands I'm like I remember the first time I heard them they opened up for somebody and yeah. it was just like oh these guys are good like yeah. that was like we went to, we went to John Mayer Volta, yeah. this year and it was J.P. Sachs was yeah the opener he's for, good and it was Phenomenal. It was just yeah. a guy and a piano, basically, but right incredible on. voice, super talented musician guy. It's like sometimes, dude, you come a little early, you listen to the music, and you're like, dude, there's I some saw, talented people out there. I had hit, I was 21, so I was able to go to a bar concert. Mm-hmm. It was this little fucking shithole downtown called the Bar and Grill. 
and there was this it was um, called the bar and the bar and grill, and, grill. Oh, Jesus. Okay. and it was just a little tiny fucking thing maybe as big as the back wall to maybe that back wall and that okay. wide and i was going to see uh, a lady named heather nova and she lives like in Bermuda. She's usually in Germany or whatnot. She was coming over to the States because her, her album had a big hit on it. So she was able to, to do a world tour. person that opened for her was a guy named Ben Folds. <laughs> and it was just this guy in a piano. And that fucking, he would leap up and just like, he was hitting yeah. those keys. And the, the fucking, I thought the room was going to collapse. Yeah. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. Everyone knows who Ben Folds is at this yeah. point. But yeah, he was just opening ben. for... Oh, really? Like I tell you, Ben Folds and Heather Nova, people know who yeah, he is. No one knows true. who she is. <laughs> I don't know. Can I can I guess your album of the year? Yes. What I think your album of the year is? The Wiggles. The Wiggles. I'm gonna guess Endless Summer Vacation. Haha. <laughs> Close. Okay. It was not. Endless it was. Summer. I decided not to go with Endless Summer Vacation. I really did enjoy. You played that record a lot. I though. played it a lot. That was Endless Summer Vacations by Miley Cyrus. Uh, in case anybody didn't know that. Yep. I um, did not. So, so I was all like, like, who? Like, right at the start of the year. It was like January or February this record came yeah, out. Yeah, we're going to do honorable mention for that. Okay. Um, that was my guess. My, another honorable mention will be Take Me Back to Eden from uh, Sleep Token. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's just so good. Do they I just love have, Sleep is Token. Is that their one album that they have? No, no they, they have, have way more. Oh, they have way more. So they've been this is just the one bit. that came out this year. This year was really like their, this was like, when they, it was this like was a, their blow. Gotcha. This yeah, year was kind of exploded. Or last year, 2023 was the year of Sleep Token. Like, yeah. Yes. Uh, there's quite a few songs on there that if I listen to them, they literally just make me start sobbing because they're so sad to me. Uh, anyways, but I really was in my sad girl era this year. Aww. I feel like I... I listened to a lot of slow, kind of, you'd say, sadder songs um, from these beautiful, talented ladies, um, Renee Rapp and Gracie Abrams. Um, specifically, those two are the ones that stand out to me. And I'm going to pick uh, Renee Rapp's uh, Snow Angel. Aww. Renee Rapp had a great year. She's she about had to a do, great year. She's about to do SNL. I think she's the mm-hmm. next. She's the next music guest on SNL. So yeah. if you're so not familiar she... with Renee Rapp, watch okay. SNL. Watch she's SNL. really great. Yeah. I really like her. Um, Snow Angel. It's um, gosh, I have a really hard time remembering songs. <laughs> See, honestly, I have no idea about names. I just remember the picture, and it was a lot of the picture. <laughs> Gracie Abrams also had a good year. Gracie she Abrams had a big had year. A lot of great. Sabrina Carpenter had a really big year in 2023 yes. as well. So what would you cut, like, for us older people, me? It's pop. Is it's it? pop. Yeah, yeah, it's like sad pop. What yeah. is comparison of an old person song? Help me out. Uh, I don't even, I have no <laughs> visual of her. I'm all like. I I don't know. <sighs> I don't know how to explain it to you. Like so, Whitney Houston kind of pop? No, 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 no. It's like, not like sultry. Like it's the, like yeah. slow pop. Like, um, I mean, they can have some pop pop, but I, I don't know. I don't know how okay. to explain it unless you just try to listen to it. Okay. So she has a song. She has specifically, there's a song. It's called You Can Poison Poison. Sorry, it's called Poison. And it, it has the lyric. It's like, you could poison poison. And it's like, you could take it two different ways. Like, she has like an interview where she talks about like, if she's kind of feeling down in the dumps, she could just cry to that song because of the lyrics. Or like, if she's feeling like, uh, really like high and mighty, she's like, yeah, you could poison poison kind of thing, like make okay. her feel like good. Um, 
there's a song on there that's called Pretty Girls, and it's uh, it's about all the pretty girls out there and uh, like her fans in the uh, LGBT uh, community and stuff. And see, this is the thing though. It's with Spotify. It's so great. I have Kylie. A lot of good stuff out there. But no, but I have Kylie, and he tells me, and I'll add it. And then mm-hmm. sometimes it's like you hear something on TV. So I have everything from like RuPaul. So when they do the drag shows, they have the the lip sync battles, and mm-hmm. so you hear songs from that. And so it's this. But until someone actually like tells me to look it up, right? So these are things that people should text me because I will add it on there. But you know, the song that I added was from the movie we saw, I can't remember the name, that was <laughs> awesome this year with the outer space one. But I think those are the songs that really matter of like, it's the weirdest thing, but it's the tenor and everything. Mm-hmm. But if you don't email me or text me to add it to my playlist, yeah. I won't ever hear you won't them. Remember, yeah. Because I have, but I do have what's called the everything playlist where I just add a whole album. Yeah, and it goes I have everything. that too. Yeah. So, but I won't hear the one song. So text me one of these songs because okay. Okay. I think it'd be cool. I can do that. Comic of the year is the next one. That's a hard one. Um, thing that we used to do on this podcast. Shut up. <laughs> See, why do you have to make us No, I'm, I'm not even... I, I'm the same way. All right. What was your comic of the year, um, sir? I have two. Um, <gasps> I'm excited. Two, two. Um, Stillwater ended this year. It's one of my favorite books to come out of the last couple of years. If They did 18 issues... Um, oh, it's over then. It's over. It's yep. it, okay. it ended. Yep, it ended sorry. in the spring, and then the last trade came out over the summer. That so. was Chip, right? Yep, Chip Zdarsky. Um And then also Kelly Thompson finished her run on Captain Marvel mm. this year as well, and it, God, it was like fifty issues. So I like, mean, she wrote that book for for a, while, for a long yeah. time, about three four years, and uh, it was a lot of fun. And I I think did she take over after Kelly Sue? So after Kelly Sue wrote it. Um, Oh god, why can't I remember her name? There was somebody else that wrote it for a while. Um, I think Kelly Thompson's run is—it's not—it's never going to be as impactful as Kelly Sue DeConnick's was because that was like the, the kind of the launching thing. But I think it's better, and okay. and because it's Kelly Sue DeConnick wasn't on the book that long, really. Like, and, and it's props to her for how impactful it was because she really didn't write the book for that long, really. Mm-hmm. Um, Kelly Thompson like really flesh, and this is like during the time that the movie was coming out. And, yeah. like, they, they really kind of had her flesh Carol out, especially after what happened in Civil War Two, where they kind of villainized her. They really kind of had to rebuild that character because of what Bendis did, for better or worse, right? Um, but uh, yeah, I the, those two books both ended this year, and I've enjoyed the shit out of them. So. Um, Margaret Stoll is the one who wrote okay. Captain Marvel after Kelly Sue, so she was the one in between. Gotcha. And Margaret Stoll did some really good stuff as well. Okay. Um, but yeah, those two books for me. So one Marvel book, one Image book. I enjoyed the shit out of them both. I still just continue to just love everything that Chip Zdarsky does. He's just kind of a, he's kind of just become my guy now. I think at this point, like mm-hmm. as far as like as far as like the current guys, I think he's. He's he's in that category of like I see his name on a book I'm reading it. Like, so like, did you read his Daredevil run? Uh, it's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spider Man. I mean, yeah. Oh yeah, his his uh, Peter Parker spectacular Spider Man's fucking awesome. We know how much I love Spider Man life story. Is uh, yeah, sex criminals, sex criminals, I mean, which he didn't write but he drew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, <coughs> uh, yeah, this, at this point, Chip Zdarsky, it's like anything he's on, I'm just I'm just reading yeah, it there. at this point. Thanks. Yeah, it's, that's where we're at. So, um, <clears throat> my original pick was going to be Ultimate Invasion. We're getting they're bringing the Ultimate Universe back with Marvel, which I thought was really good. Hickman is, you know, hey, he's another one, man. Yeah. yeah um, so yeah, that, I was very excited for that, but they released um, one of my. This and this harkens back to me as a little kid walking into the comic shop and like you know Spider-Man and Superman you know these are yeah. the things you know as a child but you walk in and you see these indie books you have no idea these things are out there and there was a little black and white book by a guy named Matt Wagner called Grendel okay and I remember picking Did you that steal your up. pick. <laughs> Sorry, no, I know. Yep. I was like, That's I remember, no, it I know. wasn't. It's, I was like, Grendel, I think, in all the but, statues. Uh, he, I was like, yeah. One of his uh, first things, there was a, a book he was doing called Mage. And he did, a, it's a three-parter thing that he did. Mage, the hero discovered. And, but in the back of those, the first Mage series he did, the backup story were these little Grendel stories, which was then collected into a graphic novel called Devil by the Deed. Okay. And I remember ordering that graphic novel. It's kind of an oversized, kind of like those old Marvel graphic novels, if you remember those, kind of the oversized mm-hmm. books. Um, but this was the 25th anniversary of that. So they're re-releasing it in a hardcover. But the, the thing was, the story was still the same, but he went back and read, because he does the, it's like Terry Moore. He does all of it. Mm-hmm. But he went back and redid all the pages. So it. All the art's new. Story's oh. still the same. Okay. But he's like, nope, I'm going to clean this up, but I'm going to do... And I loved the art from the original stuff. Right. Don't get me wrong. That's but... always a tricky thing when they kind of go back. <laughs> when know, they have their that's kind of the will. That's kind of the George Lucas thing, right? Where it's like, should creatives be allowed to kind of go back and... Well, it's one retouch, thing to go back or, or and like... Or even like the killing joke, right? Like, that, like they go back and they recolor, recolor it. Recolor, yeah. And it's like, there's some people that are just like... So offended by that, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's. But this weird. was taking it to that step where it's like, hey, you know what? We're still giving you the same story, but I'm totally redoing, redrawing. This it. Was, Maybe, yeah. and I, I it's beautiful, of, and that's what I appreciate is his vision of what he was drawing, and I can just see it at that time. He probably the skills that he thought at that time he had, or what he envisioned it to be, mm-hmm. the skill set he has now. Mm-hmm could embody that and the love he had then. He probably was reaching for it. And that's the difference, I don't know, is is it different than Lucas? I'm not sure. But for some reason with art, I can see that where you fi- you fine craft your your thing and Grendel is 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 pretty fucking uh, like steady There's something story. to be said about being able to let it go as an artist of like put something out in the world and kind of oh let that's it. hard yeah and like it's weird you know like I also love you know Taylor Swift's re-recording her album she's not doing it because she wants to change them creatively but yeah. even is still it's it's, it's, yeah. it's weird to go back because they're not always exactly the same you know what I mean like there's certain there's certain songs off of her albums and the re-records where it's like she sings this part a little bit different. Like it's a different Maybe it's a, a little more clear sometimes yeah. where I'm not singing I have Starbucks lovers. Well, I remember <laughs> when when Prince did the same thing to get the rights back to his mm-hmm. music. He literally went back and re-recorded them note for note. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't just so he's like, nope, this is it. Now, yeah. And it's on this label and whatever. Like Taylor Swift's like the music is all the same. But there are parts where it's like, 
you slightly know, different. She she hits a note a little bit differently, whatever. Like or or, or that, or just because the the well, and she's lived the, with these songs for these yeah, years. Yeah, or that, or just like the time between, like her voices, like some of these, like when you talk about someone like her, that like she's been famous since she was like fifteen or sixteen, singing it at fifteen or sixteen versus singing it at thirty, you know, whatever. Like completely, it's, it's, different. it's, it's, it yeah, just yeah. sounds different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't well, sound better or worse. It's just different. I think the curious thing about a visual media though is what Wagner has above anybody else is the audience is because now at, we're used to visual forms you can tell when something's the 80s or the 70s yeah. or, but he is correct the writing of some of these well take it back when I when I talk about them in the uh, the southern accent some of the writing it maintains but the pictures are so unacceptable to the eye because of the age I wonder mm-hmm. if Grendel can sell more to the audience based on his new visual perception and that's I think that's the beauty of artistry if the hardcore fans can let it go and see that in Grendel because Grendel oh, I, think, I think most of the Grendel fans were very open well, even like this. the Lucas stuff right like like, I hear I hear all the criticisms of of the the added stuff, but and and there, there's certain things of it I personally don't like either. But like when Lucas explains it, yeah, it's hard for me to disagree with him. Where I'm like, where he's like, these are the things that I envisioned wanting to do at the time that we did them originally, but the technology wasn't yeah, didn't exactly. allow us to do. So, you can, so can now you... it's like. I want to be able to make it how I saw it originally. It's like, who who am I to say you shouldn't be able to do that? It yeah. is his thing. And right? he has a lot of money enough to do it. Uh, Even though, like, maybe I don't like all of those choices. You know, it's, it's weird. A hard, it, it, it is. It's a hard thing. But that's pretty cool. Welcome. But I also think if you're going to do that, have the other versions of that's where they fucked up yeah. is, is that they re- oh, okay. that they, re- they replaced like, this the is it now the yeah. other ones aren't yeah thing, that's nah. that that's where they went wrong yeah. replacing the original well versions. i think it, in wagner's instance i love the fact that it it is what it is it's like hey i just want to take a shot here's right. my work at this stage check out my work at this stage yeah what do you guys think well, i remember kind of talking about like the killing joke and stuff that's kind of where dc won me over with the absolute edition of the killing joke because they included both yeah and yeah, yeah, yeah. how fun I, I mean, number one, it was a smart business decision because the killing joke is a short <laughs> book, and when you're trying to get people to pay a bunch More of money? money for a book that's so short, like, we'll print it, we'll print it, it yeah. twice. But I love that. Like, here's the original coloring, and here's the, the what do you re- think? The redid one. You can choose either or. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I, I, I enjoyed that. They they won me over a bit with that where I was like, that was a good move on their part, but at the same time, they were probably just trying to justify the price point. Yeah. But either way... And I think that was prob- that was still a shorter one anyway. It was probably like 75 bucks or something. But even still... Yeah, but they knew they couldn't charge even exactly. that much if they had just done one of them. So, yeah. you know... True. But, you know, I'll give them credit where it's due. Yeah. Aaron? Well, I... So when I think of best of 2023, I think of like the book that comes out in 2023. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How dare you, sir, with your seasonal can opening? Um, they changed the label. I I, I do know. have. Oh, sorry. I do have. Yeah, was that was loud. I apologize. No, I was just giving you shit. I could care less. Um, mine first one, just the safe side, because I didn't want to upset the whatever 2023. The youths. I'm sorry. Well, no, it's not the use, but um, because I like music, I come to things late with comics because I'm old. But Night of the Living Cat 
It's a comic that Kylie keeps giving me for Christmas, and it is freaking hilarious. It's called Night mm-hmm. of the Living Cat. It's I was very proud of myself. I am not a back backwards reader. Yeah. I I love the reason I love Blade of the Mortal is they took the time. They flipped it. Yeah. It's yeah. hard. I mean, no, it's hard for me. I'm old. It's because you're old. That's but what no, it is. But no, but once I got into the story, including Live Wire, which is another one of my picks, but I love it. It takes me a while. I still get <coughs> hung up a little bit, but it is adorable. It, it's someone who loves cats, but also likes really the horror genre. Yeah. And able to play on itself so much fun and i i take it whenever i go on holidays i went to mesquite and i read it mesquite but it's freaking amazing because it it shows the horror idea of like everything's going wrong society and then kylie gave me this joy of a book for christmas off the cuff and uh but it is cats we tried everything and they're all in these like horror like general's off it's very serious sir we tried everything we put all this stuff out there we put the kitty toys out there and the water but by god sir they were too cute they had to come through and it is just amazing if you have a chance night of living cat um live wire what is live wire is it i thought it was the book i love that you got me it's okay i may be wrong manga yeah is that Life the fire? Maybe it's not. I'm I don't so, know. I don't anyways, know that um, that's a comic. But film. then there was the Parker Girls by um, Terry Moore. Okay. But that's why I feel so bad about. Because if I was to pick comics, it would be the comics I've read here. Because I really enjoyed the we witches, read, right? Like we read some good comics. Yeah, we I did. mean, this whole round, this whole year, we all Wait, witches was cool. That was one of those ones I've been wanting to check off the list for a Holy, long time. Holy, and, and it was dark, and and I know you didn't like so the artwork, but the story was it. like fucking amazing. I've been a jock fan for a long time, though. Mm-hmm. But I, I really do like the fact that we push ourselves a little bit to I read those, it. right? So that that was mine. And okay. Mary, mine, I struggled. <laughs> I really didn't read like I didn't read like any comics this year. So I'm gonna pick um a manga collection that Ooh. came out this year. It's called Soichi. It's from Junji the, Ito. The uh, fact that you said those were amazing. Say it again. Soichi. Uh huh. From Junji Ito. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Soichi. Uh, it's a collection of like ten stories for about this character named Soichi, and he's like. I see the creepy nail kid. He's the creepy yeah. nail kid. Yes. <laughs> so he's. If you read, if you read like the um, what do they call it? Uh, what's Ice Cream Man? Where it's like every issue is a different anthology. thing. Anthology. Anthology. So if you read uh, Junji Ito's anthology things, um, he's just like a reoccurring character of stories that he just kind of he'll just like put him in there, uh, in into there and you can like read about him and so this is like 10 stories just about soichi um for sure one of them i read i feel like in one of my other anthologies but he's this kid he really likes he's into the occult he's into like putting curses on people he eats nails and fucks with his brother trying to study yeah fucks with his brother (laughs) and his cousins that come his cousins, I think, that come as well. Uh, he just likes to really just fuck with people and like 
Is it malicious or is it more he's just curious? He's both. Yeah. Yeah. Both. It's mo- It's like he gets curious, and then like people get mad at him, and then he's like, Ugh, "How dare you get mad at me? I'm gonna put a curse he on you." He seems a little special in the head. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of <laughs> that's kind of what it is. So like you have like a teacher that comes over, and he's like, "I'm really worried about him. He's my student and stuff." And he literally like takes him into the attic. The kid takes him into the attic. The teacher and. <laughs> The kid puts or the his, teacher? Puts his, like, <laughs> kind of, like, puts his life force or something into, like, a sack doll that looks like him, and it, like, it takes over, and anyway, it's that this weird thing. Huh? <laughs> um, it's a weird thing. So, he, like, hides in the walls and things like that, and he just, like, he overhears things, and he's just this creepy kid, and I just like it, and Jun- I, I like horror. I like reading horror, and Junji Ito is just really good at portraying it portraying that horror yeah so he's probably on the borderline of either a snapping and killing someone or b maybe just becoming a slightly normal us in the future maybe i don't mm-hmm. i think he's pretty well, far gone yeah. i don't think he's okay, ever so, going all to all right so he's more but like- sometimes it is just like some pure like curiosity and then somebody says something and he just like he snaps. He snaps it's just like the smallest tiniest thing so he it, he can't he okay yeah he he's got a lot of issues so, tyler what's well, next one well, tv, TV, show. TV Ooh, show of the year. all Perfect. right i'm ready Perfect. i got this tv one. show all right, so I have one that's like the pick, but quick shout out to Invincible. It sucks that we only got four episodes. <coughs> I can't believe they did a fucking issue. break. I know. It's supposed to come back sometime what is in with January. This that was good. Um, I watched it. But I am like addicted to that show, like on a they level that like, I, I love that show. Like, if it had been more than four episodes, I probably would have put it as my show of the year, but I, I, I just, at four episodes, it feels like I just can't. Why did they do that? I mean, I you have television. But just fucking. Like, like, I, I love that first season of that show so much. And season two has been just as good, in my opinion. It's been really good. It's just It just wasn't enough for me. It was like, yeah. So, I'm waiting until... Yeah, yeah. that's the thing okay. is... It's, um, the, for, for me, the quality is, is there, it's still there. Like If you like the first season, you're going to love what they've it's done. Just a it's just, it just timing. sucks that we got four and then a break. Have you read the book? I read... So I, I'm, I read the first couple of trades way back when okay. okay i for anyone that has a comiXology subscription i got look because usually like most series most series you can think of that are like at least fairly recognizable the first like two or three trades are going to be available on com before you'd have to pay for it invincible the whole thing that's is awesome. on comiXology, so you can read it from beginning to end well with your yeah yeah so that's one of those i'm like i really should just go and just read this whole thing because that's it cool. wouldn't cost me a dime more than i'm already but this paying. whole break yeah. shit with television is driving it's, me up the wall yeah but so but it's still really good if you guys aren't watching invincible like I, i'm such an animation fan and the way they they do the show and the cast is so fucking phenomenal now you went show. back and rewatched season one right would you suggest you... doing that again because it's been a while yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I would. Okay. Especially because like season one goes right into two. Okay. So I mean they do a good recap thing at the start of season two. But it's not if, the same. If, if you didn't want to, I think you'd be okay to just go in and with the recap you'd be fine. Right. Did you watch the little one off that they did in between the seasons? No, I, I keep meaning to. Oh, okay. I feel 
like I, my, maybe I should just to kind of kill the time. Yeah. <laughs> but the at break. this time, it's yeah. not I like, like I want to say that came out almost a year. It was February. Yeah. It was like they released it hey, on Valentine's Day. It was 2023, man. I like Adam Eve, yeah, man. I, yeah, I know. I like her enough. But uh, my pick is going to be Zom 100, Bucket List yeah, of the Dead. Yeah, the <laughs> I, I fucking loved this show. It ended... Uh, it's 12 episodes in the first season. Okay, so there is more to yeah. come. I, yeah. Okay. Because the mangas the be. mangas kept going, right. so I imagine they're going to do And the reviews on the anime have been very, very high. Um, they they dropped the last three episodes all at once on Christmas Day. Oh, okay. And it was only 12 episodes. So they dropped God, 11, they drew 12. that out for a while. They <laughs> did. They, they took a lot of breaks in between. Okay. But, like, the animation quality in this show is so fucking top tier, dude. And there, there's so many times I look at this show, I'm like, God, like, do I remember when animes used to look so fucking cheap? Hey, no. You know what I mean? They did. I wish they had, like, did. the Akiras or something, like, the big yeah, budget. But, like, a lot of them do. were like, dude, they just looked real cheap. Like, yeah. even, like, I love Dragon Ball. Like, dude, like, oh, yeah. Dragon Ball back <laughs> in the day was <laughs> cheap as shit. That's why they're going back and reanimating things like they went back and they uh reanimated dragon ball and like uh cu- like cut out like the fillers they right. they're working on reanimating the beginning of one piece they're working on reanimating the beginning of naruto some of these ones that have been around a long time yeah because they um, did they just oh, they just kind of like piece shit yeah i'm not going to <laughs> can't start over <laughs> Uh, Zom 100 is maybe one of the best like premises of a show ever. Like it's for me, it's like so sellable. Like if, if you weren't listening to the podcast, or whatever, when I first started talking about this, basically like the first episode, it's like this guy that like hates his job. <laughs> he works at this corporate job, hates every second of his life, works a ton of overtime. It's just a corporate stooge yeah whatever and then one day the zombie apocalypse breaks out and like while everyone's terrified and running for their lives he's just like i don't have to work this job anymore like (laughs) that that, that's and he's like i'm gonna do all the things i want to do so he makes this list of like things to things i'm gonna do before i get turned into a zombie and like you know and then of, of you know kind of along the way they kind of Get he has these a group other, of friends. Yeah, they they find these other supporting characters that are all kind of have their own little stories and whatever. It's twelve episodes. The dub has also started now. Oh, okay. For people that do prefer it in English, I'm gonna wait a little bit because it's just so fresh. But I would like to go back and just watch it from beginning to end in English and just see because I got so used to the Japanese voices. Yeah. Um, That's a hard did but, you watch the live action movie? No, but okay. I, I heard it was good. It was good. I enjoyed it. But like, dude, this show is so legitimately funny. Like, Zom 100 is like, like at least one or two times an episode, I'm like legitimately chuckling, like laughing out loud. <laughs> and then like when they do like kind of the feel stuff too, like there's times where like, God damn, I, they kind of got me a little bit there. Like the action, it's good. The animation is gorgeous in this. Like it, it's really, really good. And yeah, like I say, if you're one that prefers the the English voices and stuff, that's out there. I haven't seen it, so I can't speak to how good or bad it may be. I want to say when I watched I'm sure the it's fine. live action, I think I watched a dub, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. But yeah, that opening scene, I haven't watched the, the anime, but that opening scene where... He's like, I mean, he's leaping over fucking zombies running out of apartments and yeah. all that shit. And he's, because he's trying to get to work. Yeah. Because, like, he can't fucking be late. He yeah. jumps, climbs a fence, gets away from them. They're, they're on the opposite of the fence. He's on top of this building and he looks out over the city 
and there's shit's on fire, a plane's going down, and that's when he's like, well, I don't have to go to work. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> and like, it was a show that was just so consistent, so in quality, and then there was the big break, and then like, it was already so consistent, they dropped the last three episodes all at once. The last three might have been the best three. Mm-hmm. And like, and it was so good. Like, to, for them to end as good as it was, it was like those last three episodes. It's basically like a, just like a three part finale to the yeah. season. And it's like, dude, they went out so strong. <laughs> like, that resume is so good. That whole first season, like, there's not an episode in there where you're like, yeah, there was that yeah. one that, like, I mean, it's only 12, but still, you're just like, dude, every episode was so strong, yeah. so well written, legitimately funny, had a good story, like, good characters like and i'm you know mary will tell you i'm never i've never been one to be like let's watch this subbed anime whatever like it's true like i got hooked on this show basically from the get-go whose idea was it to watch it originally okay but it was just because when the first episode came out like everybody was talking about it kind of it was like this new anime is like all the reviews were coming in. It was like, uh, and like just huh. the, the and just like the premise was so funny to me because like that's what I heard. It was like the guy like that's his first thought. Like I don't have to go to work anymore. <laughs> I was like that's pretty funny, dude. And like like the, the, there's a there's a really funny line in the first episode where like he gets working and like he, he has this like oh no this is one of those exploit or exploitative what's the word Ex- exploitative exploitative companies <laughs> like. <laughs> It's just it's just hilarious, yeah. yeah. So I'm, it's on Netflix. Yeah. Um, the live actions on there because I had only heard yeah. from you, and I I want to say it was like a week or two later, like the live action popped up. I'm like, well, yeah. I'm gonna watch this. I, if you like that, I feel like you like the anime. I, I imagine because yeah. we we kind of talked about it a little bit, and it sounds like the story was was pretty much yeah. The same. And, and I I need to watch that as well because I'm sure it, I'm sure it's good. But yeah, that was my show of the year, Invincible was right there um I mean, it's just we, not we, finished we, we, we can go around and do some honorable mentions as well because i have a couple other Callie? ones as well but I'll, I'll pass it off um because it was so close to the end of the year my gut instinct was to go with loki season two because it was <sighs> fucking great fucking so good that like when it was done i rewatched one through two and just all in one big go very good but Again, looking back at my picks throughout the year, I'm going to have to go with uh, my TV show of 2023 was Mrs. Davis. I knew it! I knew yeah. that was the one you're going to pick. So fucking good. And what is that on? Peacock? Peacock. If you guys, it, it's on my top list. It was there. It's Damon Lindelof. It's your show too, or it's an honorable no, mention? No, it, okay. it was an honorable mention. I knew it was on Kylie's. But it's, I remember watching the trailer. It's got Betty Gilpin so is the main weird. actress. It's awesome. Um, but when you watch the trailer, it's like, it's a nun that's searching for the Holy Grail. Like, mm-hmm. Okay. That's but, how you can describe it. But yeah, but there's so much, it's so different. It was so original and so different and like very funny at moments. Like it, it just like seeing something that original I, and it's, I mean, you know, one of the guys from Lo- that did Lost. So yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it, it was just Beautiful. a breath of fresh air. So, so good. And, and it's like. When it ends, it's done. Like, I, I guess if they really wanted to do a season two, they could come up with something. But there's no need. Right. There, there's no cliffhanger. And the, the thing like is, that. it was crisp. Uh, the uh, cinematography, everything they chose, you could you could tell the love of the director. Whoever wrote it and the director must have been tight. Because it was like, 
they had fun building on each other. The way they filmed it and the way they put the shots in and edited it, they were telling the story in a way that it kind mm. of unfolded as if you were wrapping a present. And the surprise at the end, all of them knew what you were opening at the end. Yeah. And so when you're getting to those final episodes, this kind of secret that they were kind of alluding to the whole time, it was such an honest, direct, because even this one, I won't break for anybody, but okay. the amazing thing is it's so obvious and horribly, amazingly mundane, but awesome. It does, and it came out very timely because one of the big story elements is AI mm-hmm. in it. Um, so that's I felt that was very timely. And but they it was weaved beautifully. I mean, this scene, every beat of it, there was nothing. And I would say just gorge yourself. Let yourself watch all of these because it's beautiful. The acting, the actress. Did we watch it weekly? We watched it on a weekly. Oh, it hurt too. And that sucked. Because in this day of binging, and it was so good, you're like, I want yeah. the next one now. It I was want hard. It right now. And uh, <laughs> they had great actors and actresses, but she did so good. But the main actor, her, I don't know if you call her like his, her. The ex-boyfriend. Yeah, the ex-boyfriend. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's Invincible's fucking. Invincible is that way, too, where it's the weekly. Oh, it hurts so much. So that's why it makes sense to, to binge, to wait, and then binge. Aaron? Oh, this is hard. Uh, one of my picks. You guys watch a lot more TV than than we do, so I'm sure this one was harder for you guys. Well, it's not harder. Mary watched less. Uh, basically, you guys watch a lot more TV than me. I <laughs> yeah, guess. he doesn't watch uh, a lot. Of TV. Is, is what I should have said. I was trying to figure out what like, because Mary, I have the thing where it was like three months ago. Oh, you're like, not picking anything on mine. No, I can't, like, <laughs> don't worry, you're not memory, picking mine. No, it's like memory wise for me. Three months ago is like years ago oh, okay. so anything farther it's like what yeah right so i felt bad because i know there's <coughs> other things but i really enjoyed um the fall of the house of usher which is on netflix heard it, good things about that it i've heard is. good things that was, that it's on awesome. my list i just haven't watched it it is fucked up and enjoyable and i me and my mom still my mom's watched the series probably about three times it has Edgar Allan Poe stories throughout it's built in for the Poe fans well I guess but I I guess it's for the litter I guess it's making you feel super smarter than you really are but it's beautiful like the the amount of different actors and actresses there are some hardcore people in there Mm -hmm. but it's very timely it's it's very dark. Uh, pharmaceutical companies, the idea of pain medicine was mm-hmm. alluded to, of course, the, the of connection. Course. But uh, I think it, it's showing um, how if you were given that level of power, what would you do with it? And right. to, to this day, me and my mom discuss about we never have that. Like they, the, the level of downfall they had. And it is downfall. I mean, they are their family goes through horrifying things, and it's very gruesome. But it is amazing, and it's dark, and it's a lot of fun. And if that would be mine, top. And then I would say Surreal Estate, um, which is on FX, and it should have been sci-fi. everywhere. Yes. So that would be my second pick. It's a 
we all have our, you know, our things, right? Mm -hmm. NCIS or little things that are not great television, but they're for Just some reason they shows. Comfort. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, they're, yeah, that's they're what great. I call it. But surreal estate is those are sitcoms for me usually. Yeah, mm -hmm. but surreal estate felt like I realized it it surpassed it, and it's very subtle in the way it did it. And this second season, I think the greatest part of this was <laughs> the first season was very um, it canceled, and no one you could find it on Netflix. You couldn't find it anywhere, and then all of a sudden, the second season came out of nowhere, and it was on uh, Sci-Fi, and it was awesome. It just the the flavor was back. The actors were back. <coughs> if you guys have a chance. Uh, it was worth it, and okay. it ended in such a way that you don't know if people are going to come back or not, because it was such a rock. I they, was it, shocked. I felt they ended it. I did, and I hope but they, they could did. also. If another one were like, it felt like if they're not getting a season renew, you're you're we're fine. Right. But they fought, and I think they clawed for that next season, and good on them for doing it because people were quite upset. But if you have a chance, that would be my top two. All right. Mid. Oh, yeah, it's my turn. I forgot. You oh, do it, Mary! Man. All right. <laughs> Don't you dare say One Piece. It is. Serious. It's One Piece. Oh, she fought you! <laughs> she told you! She was like... Mm. It's One Piece. It's One Piece, the live-action Netflix edition. Oh, okay, I'll accept that. Um, but also oh, the okay. anime. I've been watching that as well. So that's oh, also a pick. But I'm flipping it in. Because I couldn't get the rediscovery of One Piece, I'll do the One Piece TV show because it was actually that good. It was real. I, it was very That's good. That's the best show of the year. The One for Piece me, it okay. was for me. It's it a lot of her. people. I sounded so disgusted. No, it's no, no, a no, lot no, no. Of I'm, not people. I'm just surprised. I'm just surprised. Okay. It's a lot because she watches a lot of shows. So I'm just like, that's the best show you watch. Well, that's the one that you know. I happy. have to say that it has to be my favorite because then it got me into actually watching One Piece again. Well, it started a thing. whole era for me. I think it's the one that you would show someone else who comes in your home, right? Yeah. Yours would be the zombie. Yeah. Yours would be the one piece. There right? you go. What would you show someone that comes into your home? My penis. But wow. that as well. They but did that's well. Not a, they did well did with well the show. First season. People Come loved on, it. Man. First season loved it. They're getting a second season. Like this is like. I mean, it's uh, like unprecedented, right? Yeah. Like you never hear of a live action. Uh, People were Adaptation so of an anime that actually is received well. Oh, you know? Cowboy Bebop, it's like two days later. Cowboy, Be oh, it's Cowboy yeah. Bebop is the one that should have worked. <laughs> oh dude. my yeah. god, that's that the one that like, gorgeous. That, like, when that one was coming out, I was like, this is the one that's gonna work. And, it, and, and I, I enjoyed, enjoyed it. it. I really and liked it. I felt it like did. it, I'm not like huge into like Cowboy Bebop. I like Cowboy oh, Bebop. Oh, hurt that And like I watched canceled. it and I was like, this fits. Like it's not exactly the same, but you, at this point in my life, I'm just like, it's never going to be exactly the same. And One Piece should have never worked, and that's the one people like. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, yeah. You would have thought you would have thought Rubber Man would have been nightmare fuel. Oh. They worked it so well, and really, all they did was just concatenize. They didn't have it like drag out like a hundred episodes. Obviously, that the anime did. So it's like you get all of your people. You get to Arlong Park like way quick. And now we're going to be going to the Grand Line in the second season and getting Chopper and Robin and stuff. So it's like, that's so quick compared to the anime. Mm. So it's like, all the, yeah, all they did was just concatenate it. And that's the, the thing. You don't know. Because Cowboy, I thought that thing was beautiful. They did. I thought, I thought they did a good job. 
Uh, my wow, I uh, hold on, brain slow. Runner up, brain. Runner ups. Runner Honorable up. mention. Honorable mentions. Um, I really liked beef. That came out this year. Yeah, that I was haven't a, watched it yet, but I heard it was high anxiety. It so was. I've been it, that. it was Netflix, basically right? Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, it was basically like road rage, just one thing on top of another, just building and building and building. Like, uh, and then I really did enjoy the new season of Black Mirror. I enjoyed mm-hmm. that. My big honorable mention would be Ahsoka. I I, I enjoyed oh, Ahsoka a ton, and there was there was moments. <laughs> Honestly, like th- there was m- moments of Ahsoka that were probably like my top like TV moments of the year. Oh, I f- but I just I, I don't think like <laughs> overall like it it, it 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 wasn't enough to get it as my show of the year. But like my best moments of TV were watching Ahsoka this oh. year. It was just it was kind of a peak and valley there show. Was, that was the most cinematic um, Star Wars show that I've seen so far. Like from the opening shots of that first episode i'm like damn this is like they movie. spent some money yeah. on this yeah they spent some money on this uh well casted rosario dawson is awesome she awesome. was a, she was a great choice and you said you had watched rebels or hadn't i've seen a good chunk of it okay. I, I don't think i ever finished it just like clone wars i've seen a good chunk of it but never finished it rebels it's just too much to man it's just too much it's too much but like it was really cool to get to see some of these characters from the animated shows and honestly like they did well honestly i think and like at first i felt like i was maybe being like uh blasphemous in this until i because i haven't seen them all the way through until i heard a couple other people like kind of co-sign like some of these i think they're better than the their animated uh counterparts okay for this show like yeah ahsoka was really good yeah I enjoyed it. I thought yeah. they did a great job. Ahsoka was really good. So our last one is movie of the year. <gasps> dun, 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 dun. Um, this year, more than any other year, uh, I had more to choose. I think we saw somewhere around 70 movies this good year. Good on you, buddy. So, which is cool. The, the pool was much was much deeper this year. I've been yes, enjoying just kind of, of being our uh, cinephiles this year that we have been. Mm-hmm. I um, so this is the one I'll have the most honorable mentions for, but I'll just go with my number one for now, and then we'll kind of go around. My number one was Air. Um, I was I, wondering. If I really good. enjoyed that movie. I think it's really tough to to make a movie about such a small story and make it feel as big as they did. It's obviously well written. It's well casted. Oh, yeah. You know, we know who Matt Damon are. We know who Affleck and stuff is. I think they made a really bold choice in that movie by not ever having Michael Jordan's face be seen because I think it would take you out of the movie. Mm. Like, oh, yeah. No, the, they, that was great. That they super. Did that. Like, Viola Davis, fantastic. Like, again, this movie is, like, casted insanely well. Chris Tucker... Um. Yeah, really, really cool to kind of have, and like a true story too about like how Nike gets the deal done with what would become the Air Jordan brand, which is still like the biggest sneaker brand in the world, right? Um, and sort of kickstarts Nike into what we know them to be now because they weren't always the big guys; they were kind of. The other ones with like that branch was gonna go out. Yeah, like Adidas and stuff were the big shoes and stuff back in the day. And it's like now it's so crazy to think like Nike wasn't a big deal. Like 
Um, well, that's what we grew up knowing. Nike, Nike, Nike. Yeah, just do just it, do man. Just do it. So, yeah. I, just do performances it. Performances in this were awesome. <laughs> Again, any movie that can, like, sell a movie about, like, it's a movie about making a shoe, like, make it that captivating and interesting, they won me over. I walked out of that movie feeling like, I think that's my favorite movie of the year. And I just wrote it out the rest of the year waiting for it to be beat. And I don't and I don't think it was. There, there was There was some very close... One, so I'll be excited to get to some honorable mentions, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it. I'm just gonna go with my gut and say the air was my my movie of the year. Right. Wow, so. I am still surprised by that. I don't know why. Nice. I I like you guys because we have the unlimited thing. Yeah. I saw a lot of movies. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Evil Dead Rise. Are you? Really? Oh, yeah, you love that. I mean, I, you saw that. I saw that anything. a lot. Yeah. Um, but it was just because it was just so well written. It didn't pander. It didn't spoon feed anything. And it's one on multiple watchers. Like, oh, oh. I, I, and is it like legitimately scary? Like, is it scary? I still think the one they did, like 2015 or whatever it was, mm-hmm. 2013, the last one, the, the Evil Dead, is probably a little more cringeworthy. Scary? But this one was... They did a good job. It's I, it's I definitely not a movie that Tyler would say. Like through. No. well like is no, that yeah, but he like would not is that something that. like when you I don't know, like I'm I'm trying to think, like when you watch horror movies enough, do you get to a point where they just don't phase you anymore? Or do you or or does that matter? Like when you judge a horror movie, does how much it scares you matter? Yeah, and I think that's why I like them because I am trying to find that. The, I'm trying to yeah. chase. That's that, why basically. I ask. Like, 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 is I it, is it scary? Like, I think with the Evil Dead movies, what gets me is like it's it's almost like a Lovecraftian thing. Is like once they've opened that book and read the passages, that's the end of the yeah, world. Yeah. You've released yeah. evil upon everything, and it's yeah. like, what do you do? You're you're fucked at this point. It's everything's fucked. I mean, for a horror movie. And it wasn't even like it's, you know normally like horror movies like the kind of prime time for this is like Octoberish time right? Mm. Getting how this thing came out in like May or April, something like that. April, April or May, May, yeah. And this yeah, thing was, played because it was for supposed to come out a while. in twenty twenty two in like December on oh, Max. Okay. They were going to do that, it and then the, forever, the execs though, dude. the execs saw it and said, you know what? Let's push it back and actually give it a theatrical release instead of just it's going good right on them because it because it played forever, it dude. Good, it, yeah. it played for a long time. So I watched it was it. the little movie that could yes. this yeah, year. Good on it. <laughs> it really Kylie was. Kylie showed it to me, and again, I'm not like. Did oh. you not go see it in the theater? Oh. She did. Me um, and Siri. Me and my sister. Brandy was sick. Aaron just didn't want to go. Pissed out. She okay. pissed oh, out. We fair. went and saw it like that Thursday night, that opening evening, and. Like, by the time the credits were rolling, I was pulling my phone out going, when is this playing tomorrow? And it was actually playing, like, 10 a.m. on the big fucking, like, right. Theater One, the big screen. I'm yeah. like, oh, pfft, I'm buying my ticket right now. So you saw it twice within 24 hours. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Wow. And yep. I, I saw it, like, 7 o'clock Thursday night and then 10, 10 a.m. Friday morning. I at home with Kylie now. I've seen all the Evil Deads. The first one is still just as creepy. And I think it's creepy because it's... It's it's got everything in it that horrifying like stab to the the ankle is just bad. Any vine rapage scene is horrible, Fair. but this one is um, they did good. Like Kylie said, there were parts of it where it didn't pander. There were there were scenes where it wasn't afraid to go there, right? Well, no, I think it was. Well, it's pand- not even that. It's just with horror movie. I'm, I'm just so used to horror movies just being. 
lazy. Yeah. Like, Cinematography uh, lazy. No, I'm not it? even talking about I'm talking oh. story wise. Lazy. Well, like but, Oh, we're gonna now we're gonna Here's the gore. Here's well, here's the expedition the exposition dump right oh, okay. here. This but, is the scene where we're gonna do that. It didn't need that. It was written throughout dude, some of the exposition in horror movies is like yeah, some it's of the worst. Oh, it's ridiculous. Some of the worst like dude. You'll you'll have like two characters talking to each other in a scene. It's like the like the second scene of the movie where it's like, yeah, you know it's been rough on me ever since you and dad got divorced and I had to move to Montana. Like whatever. Like they're, they're just like characters are just speaking plot to you. That's like no one talks exactly. like that, dude. Nobody talks like and, that. And that's why I think I I really enjoyed this that much because they didn't. You know, ever they since my divorce, that. I had to go back yeah. to the factory. <laughs> like, and like, I, I, I had conversations <laughs> with like Emily at work, and she's like, "There was somebody complaining, like, why was there a wood chipper in the the garage of this apartment complex?" I'm like, "It was the guy's business that you meet, and you don't. Yeah. You have to put that together because you hear his name, and then the side of the truck is so and so's yard landscaping. Yeah, right? like, that's what I mean. Oh, that's why it's down. They're not going to spell it out. So, yeah. yeah, that's what I mean about cinematography in the sense of editing, possibly, but mostly cinematography. You know, in a movie where they show you that's these, in a show don't tell kind of thing, right? But they show mm-hmm. you oh, yeah. it like they the land, camera will like zoom, zoom in, in on, on something. You're like, so, oh. When in a horror movie, they have a tendency to sh- zoom in on like the person talking, and then they'll zoom in on the axe lying on the table mm-hmm. where you're like, well, that's obviously a clue. This movie had a complete opposite effect where everything about it was it was streamlined. They never paused per se on yeah. anything, but they included in the dialogue or they included in the storyline things, such as the young girl, of course, she uh, was cutting, she had this thing where she was cutting something and she had stolen her mother's scissors. Okay. And and so the scissors, of course, sharp object. In your mind as a horror person, you're like, oh, the scissors. But the way they set it up wasn't, hey, look at the scissors. Mm-hmm. The scissors are right here, right there. And then as a horror movie will do, they'll go they're back. Not, they're not like... Giving you the jelly, like, oh, hey, it was, pay attention. But it, was, yeah. Yeah. it was beautifully done. Everything about it was, even I as, and the gore wasn't as bad as the first one or the first remake. They. It's not a remake. Well, not a remake, but the one before it was nothing in the comparison. The one before, there's, even watching it, I have to like, oh. That's really kind of how I felt about like Black Phone too. The year in twenty twenty two, it was like that script was so well written. It was like so was many callbacks to little things that they weren't like, "Hey, this is good. This yeah. is going to be a big thing." It exactly. was just like, when you saw it, you're like, "Oh, that's really yeah, smart." That, that's that's, that's, how, the, that's little, how this. That's was. a good little callback. Uh, and another man. Th- another thing that really got me with it is it. Um, yeah, it takes place in an apartment building, but they wrote it very well as to why there's it's not heavily populated. Yeah, um, and so the they, fact that if you've seen these Evil Dead movies, they don't hold back. Like, right? They're and it's usually adults that are dealing with this. You're dealing with a family, children. So now you have and kids. they're gonna, they went for it. Like, right. yeah, we're we're gonna shit. I know go they showed the shit out of that trailer. Now, I, I never saw this movie because no, it's just not my cup of tea. If, but I, they showed the shit out of that trailer. So I remember, dude, for they advertised the. Out of that so movie. this is, I think, one of the best things that Kylie ever did for me was high tension horror movies. So I'm not a big horror movie fan, but Kylie and me, he told me the whole plot line of high tension before mm. the movie, and he told me the end, everything. He then sat me down, had a couple beers with me, but he then we walked through the movie, and 
This movie was brilliant. High Tension, if you haven't had a chance, it's scary as all shit. And a little bit gory, but it was great. And I would never watch it based on my fears alone. Right. But that whole test of, like, human standards and, and sitting down and watching it, it's what... And so I think with this Evil Dead, if you have a... This is the one I think I would probably, like, test yourself with, is to be able to see that artwork. Mm-hmm. I, I, it was on my list, actually. Aaron, I'm curious... Uh, movie of the year. What is the year? I have so many. I am um, curious as well. I have so many, and I don't. There's one that I, I feel like you might pick, but I'm curious to 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 hear what you pick. Did she see it? Did she remember it? There were so many, and it's so hard. Cause do you pick Godzilla because it was heartfelt? Do you pick Joyride because it was perfectly timed to make you giggle? Was it killer? Because it was gorgeous. I don't know. This was so hard. Um, you gut, know, gut feeling, gut feeling. Go. Would, uh, did you not make a list? I did, and they it had a shitload of movies on it. And uh, you know, I would have to say <laughs> she left it at home. Gut feeling. Go. She would have to say Seinfeld. Something. She would have to say nothing. Seinfeld. <laughs> I, I, I I'm leaning towards Godzilla, the first one. I mean, well, Godzilla. it's on the first. Godzilla. Minus Godzilla. Yeah, you guys know the one that I saw this year. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, I'm also leaning towards the mountain one. Oh. What's the mountain one? The treasure Broken? one. Broken? The treasure finding the mountain with the three guys from SNL. Really? Again. Oh, the please don't destroy. Guys. I mean, that was good. But again, don't get me it's, wrong. It's these levels of high and lows. This year has not been easy, and I'm realizing movies and the choice of the movies, at least for me, is really based on, you know, Joyride's not a really necessarily high form movie, but that thing. Which one was Joyride? Joy Joyride was probably the comedy of the year for me. Oh my god, um, that thing yeah. cracked. Me Joyride up. was hilarious. The, the the girl comedy, the four oh, Asian girls. Yes, okay. Yep. So I mean, does that make sense? Like very this funny. year has not been an funny. easy year at all. To um, stand out, though, I would. A couple I'm, good comedies this year, actually. Oh, I feel like this was a a, a decent year for comedies. I'm, my gut's telling me Godzilla minus one. Yeah, let's talk all about right. Godzilla. Godzilla is amazing. Thank you. I was like, but I feel bad because there's so many of the movies. It's but okay. You're not going to hurt the movie feelings. It's so much better right? than it has any right to be. Exactly. They made this thing like... for 15 million bucks, <laughs> it made you and you feel. actually you actually care. You actually care about. The people in this movie, which is which is so insane because normally you're just like, okay, when can we get back to Godzilla? This is the only Godzilla mm -hmm. movie that I remember watching. Well, I think it's the fact it's that as, as uh, I hate to say this, as people from the United States, we actually paid tickets to read a movie in a way, right? Yeah. It wasn't yeah. dubbed. It, we went out of our way, I guess. But the out performances of our are incredible, zone. though. I, like, and I, I enjoy that because nowadays I think culture and I everything is... I wouldn't have been able to watch it dubbed. The voices, the lips, they don't match up. No, I see. But I have I to yeah, watch anime ones. is one thing. Yeah. Live action is a whole different live thing. Action, live action, I have to watch subbed because I can't I can't handle the mouths not matching. Yeah, I can't And I, I look at it, though, and I think it's it's it was brilliant in the way that, for me, 
this year has not been easy. People are not very nice. And here you have this movie of sheer terror, horror, right? Mm -hmm. Yet we were okay going into it, listening to a different language, a different culture, a different way of looking at PTSD even, right? Like, because we have our own ways. And here you have World War II at and um kamikaze pilot right yeah. and you have this weight and i thought the fact that we embraced it a little bit is it maybe gave you a little hope this as is my favorite people. version of godzilla ever honestly the well, the, 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 mean, the, the godzilla in this so movie cool. is my favorite yeah that's my favorite godzilla well ever. And the best is like even when his face was melting you're like they don't make it look comical because it's building back, and you're like, "Well done, go honestly, Godzilla, like, go!" Honestly, like the worst thing they could have done was what they did was like Godzilla minus one comes out, blows up. The reviews are incredible. Everyone's like, "You guys gotta see this movie." Everyone's gotta see this movie. So Warner Brothers then decides to be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Here's the teaser for the Godzilla Kong. Oh yeah. Like like the week after, like right in the height, yeah. and like. We're all riding the high of Godzilla minus one, and then seeing that, and it's like this is. And again, I don't mind the the last batch of the American Godzilla movies they've done. They've been fun. Yeah. But like you see this trailer, and it's basically like action figures the movie. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you're watching it, and it's I like mean, it's like, dude, this is such a bad look for you guys because here's this movie like oh, stripped Godzilla think- back down to its roots. I didn't and think then about it's like, that. Here's everything that's like kind of gone wrong with these characters mm-hmm. for the last. Well, with the baby while. Kong and everything. And like, again, that movie looks fun. I'm sure I'm gonna yeah. enjoy it. But like, it, it hit you in the face. Don't put this out now because no. it's like I'll, I, I've just I've just been like reintroduced to Godzilla in a way that I couldn't even imagine. Like this is amazing, and you're like, oh, here's this other thing. I'm like, I'd say, oh, yeah, now, they're doing that. About now, maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe February release. But like, that. I really feel like it they're like, hey, everyone's talking cool. about Godzilla right now. Let's drop this. Let's drop this no, trailer, and it's like, you guys fucked up, man. Yeah. <laughs> you guys done fucked what up was because, because like, like it's basically like baby like, King Kong, I, right? Th- like, there's nothing wrong with it. The only thing I can compare it to is like Godzilla minus one. Is like a Culture? is like a, a fine, authentic Mexican <laughs> restaurant with like the most authentic things. Like the Godzilla Kong trailer is like Taco Bell, right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's not it's not bad. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with Taco Bell, but it's like we were just appreciating You're have the shits after. We we were appreciating the fine cuisine that yeah. was this and Godzilla minus like, one. Yeah. You know, we're or, gonna- yeah, and the King Kong yeah, and Godzilla and it's like, and then here's this, like, here's the kind of, like, the fast food version. Here's your nacho fries. Yeah, it's just I, like, for ah, me, dude, I, it's I, cool to watch Godzilla pop out of a glacier. I get that, but, like, dude, minus one made me fear Godzilla again. Oh, that, like, when he's chasing the boat, when it's just, like, his, his fucking face head. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. And then they hit it, and it still keeps going at <laughs> But I think it was the first time you saw this idea of Godzilla being your friend or these underwater, it was a balance game in those movies, right? Where right. they moved it, mind you, Broderick and the whole dome and the those scenes, but they move it towards friends because, like you said, they, it's very hard to take something to- totally evil and try mm. to make it good. That's this, a mistake. It's just a straight-up mistake. Well, this one did not make... <laughs> And Godzilla it's still play- Here's the thing too. Like when they first released it, it was like it was supposed to be like a two week release from the first week, week of December. I and, think. and like it's still playing 
now, yeah. and we're recording this like January the fifth. Yeah, good on and them. And so it's been out for a month, and they made this thing for fifteen million bucks. Like, I, I'm kind of tempted to see it again, to be honest. Just I'd like to. Say- you heard what they're doing in uh, Japan? They're releasing it in black and white. Oh. I'm like, do that here. I will go that watch it be- again in black and white. It was. It, it, it's again, amazing. I, like you just they, they didn't really hit it. the like because like originally, right? Godzilla's like a very heavy metaphor for the bomb and stuff, right? Like, well, very tied though. in, and like this movie really kind of hammers that like it, it again it's just it's stripping Didn't godzilla do it. back down to the roots it's it's sort of like reminding you why this character has lasted for so long and and not and at the same time attaching like a really deep personal human story to it as well, well. and i think for me why i chose it and believe me there's a lot of movies on my list it's at incredible. home is you know my brother came home from Afghanistan. And he's fucked up. Like right. there is nothing coming out, and you see PTSD, and you see all the research done on it, and you look at a different culture handling that, and especially even in then, a different time setting as a well. Time, too. And that's the thing is, it is oddly disconcerting, and I don't want to say uncomfortable, but I kind of want to say uncomfortable because mm. when you're watching that, it's it is not like you went in signing up. To watch someone break down. Yeah. And no, it, and you had no idea what you were getting into. Because this is sad. It's definitely it's America, my most surprising movie of the year. But America's for sure. Godzilla, you don't contain like. America's Godzilla did not prepare you for reality of human. Because it's action figures, the film. Right. And so maybe that's why I enjoy this movie is it made you think of things outside of it without minimalizing it you know that these people went through it and yet you could this is me you could still have a huge monster involved that had like thing and you could still humanize ptse and the war and everything and they inserted a monster without making it unbelievable and i think Mm -hmm. the u.s has a very hard time with that they need to make don't get me wrong meg and meg 2 those are mine i love the meg movies U.S. can't not take something that's... It has to be extreme. Yeah, they can't Yeah, we always take our stuff to the extreme because we're America. I love broken family stories of, like, a group of people that chooses to be together, not because they have to, but because they... You know what I mean? They they, they just kind of... And this was quintessential that. (laughs) Like, I love stories like that, dude. So, yeah, this movie... Was awesome. Very much, for sure, in my top three or four movies of the year, and definitely the most surprising movie for oh, me yeah. this year. Of yeah, as, of that. like when I left this, it was just like I thought this was going to be good. I didn't think it was going to be that. Yeah. Like, that well was done. insane. Mary, yeah. Mary, I'm excited. My movie, my movie is Barbie. Yay! <laughs> I'm not surprised. I um, haven't seen it yet. Uh, so the phenomenal. Uh, Barbie, uh, it's funny it made me feel things i'm really this year i'm like a lot of movies like if or tvs like tv shows like if it can make me feel something that matters it matters to me so like barbie made me cry it and like but it also made me laugh and then it made me think and i was just like Mm. i love this it's a very heavy film like it's it's a movie that like crams a lot of things and 
I'm going to be hesitant to say because like no one really wants to hear a man talk about Barbie that much. But like, mm-hmm. j- just as it was made for us. But like, I do appreciate how much it was able to do because yeah. it does a it does make you laugh. It makes you cry. It makes you feel. It makes you think. It makes you do all of those things. Yeah. It makes me want an Alan TV spinoff. Yes, Fair. we love Alan. <laughs> it it's just so. I, I've been drinking, so obviously I have a hard time. But I feel like it's been hashed out through since it's been out since June. So July, July, oh July, <laughs> um, it has been hashed out enough. I guess, but it's like if you haven't seen it, you should see it. Um, if anyone hasn't watched it, there's a great video that Variety just recently did with Killian Murphy and Margot Robbie. It's just the two of them yeah. sitting down talking about Oppenheimer and Barbie because they came out the same week and sort of just kind of like... It's called Barbenheimer. So sitting down together in the same room. Yeah. Okay. And, and it's basically just them talking about the experience of making the movies and how the reaction was to both of them because like those two movies sort of took over the summer. They did. And like... They were the two biggest movies of the year, box office wise, and like it's interesting to like kind of share like what the set experiences were like, ver- like working with I love ha- how how Greta movie. sort of approached Barbie versus obviously Christopher Nolan and how you know methodic mm-hmm. he was towards Oppenheimer, and it's it, it's a fantastic video. Like it's literally just the just the two of them talking with each other. Like there's no interviewer; they're interviewing each other basically. Like oh, so what was that? Okay, so when you do that, how did they go about this? Blah blah. blah. So do fantastic. you think? Um... Because I've never is seen Oppenheimer Barbie. Is streaming on anything yet? I don't know. I know Barbie. I'm sure yeah, I'm sure it is. Uh, yeah, Barbie's Barbie. on Max. But Oppenheimer is another one that was or fantastic. Do you think it as... Okay, so let me take this. As a woman who knows well enough both sides of the spectrum mm-hmm. and able to speak to both sides of the spectrum, she played the game where she knows if she's talking to this male, this male will not take this information, it's this male will take this mission. Do you think it was heavy-handed, or do you think it was... It was the right amount, where you're just like, fuck yes, somebody okay. finally said it. Barbie? Somebody yeah. finally put it, it into... You like, know what I'm saying about heavy-handed, yes. is there's heavy-handed, and I don't think it was. No, no I mean... It, no, it's it, was those, like like, a, it was just like a, a fuck yes, like, those fucking movie guys that are just like... You haven't seen The Godfather? Here, you need to watch The Godfather. And I'm going to tell you every single thing about The Godfather that I know. And it's like, I'm going to do a deep deep dive. And it's just like, fuck you. I don't give a shit. Like, or the guitar guys that want to play guitar at you. <laughs> Not saying that Tyler does that. <laughs> Brown campfire. But you know that. But it's just like. Nobody it, was prepared how, for. How I took it was just like, fuck yes. Finally, somebody is saying it and showing it in a lighthearted way that you're just like, yep, yep, we know that. That's what happened. I mean, it got enough crap. The the, the results speak for themselves, right? Because it's not it's not it's not up for you or I to be like, well, they did this, whatever. Like the the massive response to Barbie tells you that they that they They did did hit the nail on the head because it. it spoke to so many. For, for me, just from the male perspective, it's hard for me to comment on any of that because it's not my experience, obviously. But I, 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 the, my comment of, of Barbie is just like the world, the, the best gift we got was like the world not being ready for how hard Ryan Gosling was about to go for Ken. Like, <laughs> oh, like, yes, like, Ken. What, like what, when they cast him as Ken, I, <laughs> feel, Ken. I feel like he took that as like, I was born. Like, 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 like he, 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 he took this so seriously and like, it, and I get it. There's a lot of people that like 
are upset because it's this movie about like, like a lot of feminine issues and a lot of people the performance people were talking about the most was one of the male characters and I get that that does suck but like let's appreciate Ryan Gosling as Ken because he was so fucking I appreciate Ryan movie. Gosling I appreciate Ryan Gosling I appreciate Margot Robbie being uh, Barbie I love the whole message of everything I love that yeah. the girls when they go into the real world the girls that are sitting at the lunch table are the brats and mm. they it's amazing it's just it hits all of the things and then when you go to Mattel and they're like oh we want to put you in this box and she's like oh, but maybe I don't want to actually oh, be Will in the Ferrell box stuff. anymore the Will Ferrell Great. it was hilarious Barbie <laughs> might be the most layered movie of the it's year. very as layered. far as like what you see face value versus what if you actually watched Can't it like mm. if you just watched a trailer for for Barbie and you never saw the movie you would have no idea what that movie actually oh, is oh yeah because like, cause, like yeah. once you get into it you're like damn is a Pretty heavy yeah. movie, actually. It's true. It's it's true. It is. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah. Really can you imagine like the shit they got from the the He Man Woman haters? That that that's yeah. why I wanted to see it because I'm like, what's the big deal here? Why are these men? They're scared. Because they're scared. Because there's a lot of people that took the movie as just men bad. That's, it, that's exactly. How they took but it. can you imagine if they went heavy handed with it? Right. Like what kind that's of what shit? I was wondering. Like, and it's all an eye of the behold. Like the heavy handed thing. It's all a pre- like there's. There's people that could think that they were heavy-handed with it, and I'm not here to tell you that they that they are, they aren't. It, it's all how you it, took it, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm with with Mary that I feel like I think they did toe the line, and again, like the results speak for themselves. Like the response to to to, to the movie tells me that it wasn't heavy-handed because it means it spoke to a group of people. Yeah. You know, but like stuff that's, like that's hard to judge because there's not like a scale to measure that stuff. Where <laughs> once it gets to this point, it's heavy-handed, like, or yeah. under this, it's not. Yeah. Again, the people going that back took to it the, as a personal attack, they just yeah, it's going to be different. For, yeah, yeah, they're they're little babies basically. It, yeah. They missed the whole point of the movie. Mm-hmm. They just it, went in it with a negative mind, anyways, and then they just left with a negative mind. It was definitely the movie that made me think the most. I think this year because like. I think and, and, and I and I think that's the purpose of a movie like that towards the male demographic, which is so for me that's more points to the movie because that means that it, it accomplishes what it's supposed to do. I think for women it's supposed to be sort of like Mary's response of like feeling heard and like, yes, yeah, someone's finally saying these things. And for men it was supposed to sort of like I left that movie sort of kinda like Felt like I was defensive in a sense, but it, I I was forced to just sit and think about a lot of things. Like, and do I do what? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And so, like, like the weird and, and, shit. But again, I wasn't, and that's the thing. It's person to person, not defensive to the point where I'm going on Twitter being like, Barbie, but you know, but it's just like you have to kind of sit and think about things a little bit. Like, there's no movie that just made me sit and think like that, like Barbie did. So it definitely deserves praise for that. I think it makes. Anybody who asks a question, the idea of like uh, unconscious bias, right? Anything that makes you question whether or not you are a good or bad person, right? It's really hard to kind of conceptualize. Yeah. I think it's whether or not you define yourself by it, right? Like, Barbie says I'm bad because I'm a man. Or is it that you're good because you're kind of like thinking about what can you do to make the world a better place right. and I don't know but I've I think never a lot of it Barbie. was the shock too right like like we were saying like if you just saw a trailer for Barbie and you didn't never saw you have no idea what that movie was like when I went into Barbie I wasn't expecting 
a heavier thing. I thought it was like, oh, it's going to be kind of fun. It's Barbie and Ken <laughs> yeah, and whatever. And then when they started kind of coming at you with a lot of the heavy thing, it kind of caught me off guard and and really just like swept my legs out from under me where it was kind of like, okay. So like it just, it, it took a couple days for me to sit with that mm-hmm. movie to like try to figure out like how I felt about it. But I, I think that, again, just speaks to the movie because I think that's kind of what it's supposed to do yeah. for me. And I liked how the, they didn't come at you heavy. It started out, mm. it was a slow wave. Yeah. It, like they didn't slap the, the partying at the beginning, and it's like, do you guys ever think about death? Like, yeah. there's those little things they pepper in before it <laughs> yeah. starts to... <laughs> right, and then by the time you get to the third act, it's really just yeah. like... Yeah. yeah. It was good. All right, so... Honorable uh, mentions? Honorable mentions for movies. Movies? Um, Godzilla was definitely an honorable mention. Uh, yeah, Godzilla is an honorable mention. Uh, Cross the Spider Verse, mm-hmm. animated movie of the year. Yeah, yeah. Not, uh, not, not not far behind it for me would be Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem. I yeah, I really, I like really, really enjoyed okay. it. I love the animation style. I love how they kind of went at the turtles a different way. The cast was phenomenal. What was, um, I thought the animation was gonna really pull me out of it, but I was. I was in pretty quick. But Across the Spider-Verse takes what the crown the, for the animation Iron this Claw. year. The Iron Claw made me cry. Iron Claw is a fantastic oh film. That God. one kind of snuck in right at the end, yeah. right? It's what like right it? at the tip. The tent. Iron Claw. It just came out a couple yeah. weeks ago. Oh, I did not. It was like, it was like the 22nd. Um, it was like right before Christmas. That family went through some shit. They went through some shit. It seems like every year there's yeah. one of those movies. Like Normally like Godzilla, you would almost say, because that was like December 2nd. Like Normally you would say, like, oh, that's kind of the movie that kind of snuck in at the end. Like Iron Claw really snuck in yeah. at the end. Zac, and Zac Efron yeah. did an amazing job. He, Performance of his he career. He said a lot with very little words. He really didn't have a whole lot of lines, even though it was really based around his character. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeremy Allen White. I love Jeremy Allen White. I lost my shit. When I saw him, Tyler will know. <laughs> I don't think like I don't think Zac Efron is really thought of as like an actor. It's more kind of like he's an eye candy and kind of a, he was like a teen heart. Like he's still, he was kind, an he's actor still, yeah. he's still kind of getting out of the High School Musical thing for a lot of people, which is so weird because it's so long ago. Yeah. But it's one of those it, the role was so iconic that he's going to spend a long time trying to get away from that. Yeah, this movie like he like he he should get some yeah. Uh, some sort award, of accolades, uh, some, yeah. some award consideration for this. He's he's fantastic. I went to see it Tuesday, mm-hmm. earlier in the day, on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And when I went to get tickets, like that theater was pretty packed. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'll skip it. I'll skip it for now. It's it's very good. <laughs> it's well, very like it's, very it, it's one of those movies that's hard to sell because you're like, oh, is it a wrestling movie? It's like ah, it is, but like. You don't have to give a shit about professional wrestling. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, like it is. It's a movie about a family a of wrestlers, family. but it's yeah. like, it's 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 a hard movie to pitch to people because it's like I don't really know what to tell someone to go to get them to go to see it other than to just like just watch it. Yeah, just, it's, just watch this movie. It's a it's a it, no family should endure as much hardship as this family endures. And like, by the time you get through it, you're just like Jesus. Christ. Nice. And yeah. from what I understand, I watched that little thing I told you to watch on Hulu, like an yeah. hour-long documentary about that family. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I hear, they like cut out a whole entire brother from the they movie. did, yeah, yeah they so, did, yeah. Like, I would have to say, like movies like, and I can't even remember. I don't want to say it was the order. It was the really, really beautiful one uh, we saw in the theater. It had 
futuristic. The creator. Yes. Oh my god. Fantastic movie. The, 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 this is the most controversial one because people really? either loved or hated this yeah. movie. Oh. It, 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 yeah. The, this one's kind of like people are either on one side or the other. The fences. I. I thought this movie was visually beautiful. I thought it a very stood good story. Up. I mean, okay, so it was a standard. I don't want to say standard story in the sense of like, it wasn't about like AI taking over and robots well, kill people. I think we've seen it in different fact. I, I don't want to. I don't want to downplay the fact. It's a that story it was, that's been done before. Okay, how, yeah, yeah. Oh, but it yeah. was. It was. They did so good. It was so good. Yeah, the, the, the little girl in this movie oh, is one of the best. Is so one of the best child actor performances I've seen in a and maybe long it was time. The, uh, it was the and, multiple And this whole languages. movie falls on its face if she doesn't act her ass off. Oh, she did good. I mean, I think so um, the um, the. Uh, <laughs> I was impressed with it. I was impressed with the sheer, uh, uh, I don't know, like like you said, the visual effects were really slightly really different. Really good. But, it, um, you, you can see where they spent the money on this movie. Be, because this movie doesn't have really any notable names in it, they were able to spend all the money on the VFX. But They're they not, did, I, I, yeah, that was the thing. But when they did have someone with notable names, like, the act. Uh, anyway, it was good. But I, I don't, don't know anybody who was in this movie. It was called yeah. I, it, the other one. I would have to say. Memorable. You say notable names. I don't know anybody in that movie. I, maybe it's the old. I I can't remember the names. I do remember the actors and actresses. The other one was Quiz Lady. Okay. Um, it was Peacock, I believe, and it had. Uh... <sighs> Quiz Lady. Quiz. I want to shout out Thanksgiving. That, <laughs> was, that was a lot of fun. That wasn't was it? a lot of fun to watch. Oh yeah, it's about basically like a Black Friday massacre <laughs> that happened. Um, what's his name from the movie that the kids like? Uh, the zombie one. Uh, he, he's the zombie guy, and it's a Disney movie. Uh, he's in it. Okay. <gasps> okay. So Thanksgiving, and I tell the story to my mom who loves horror movies. She really wanted to see it felt kind of like a bitch. I didn't want to go out on a Sunday. It was horrible. I complained to Kylie. I'm like, I don't want to go out on Sunday. I sat down in theater, and Thanksgiving was a shitload of fun. Yeah, it was a lot of I fun. I mean, shockingly good for a horror movie. And I, you don't expect much, but that beginning, whole beginning part of the, the It whole, set the tone. It oh, set the tone. But they did it without, like, horrible humor. But the humor was there, but yeah. it wasn't. And I enjoyed the shit out of that movie because even the horrific parts, and some of them were pretty good, they didn't lean into that, so it wasn't, like, crass in a weird way. And I don't know, Thanksgiving could have been, like, horribly crass or it could have been more comical than it could have been. Yeah. It was enjoyable. The bad guy wasn't super upfront. There was a certain point where I was like, Uh, it's gotta be this guy right like if it's not this guy i'll be surprised but it's gotta be right and they used their craft well in the sense of it wasn't there's horror movies that they totally are just gore fest which even you wouldn't have Mm -hmm. even liked this one i thought they used it very well the placement of the gore and i was impressed with i thought it was gonna be judging from the trailer i thought it was gonna be more gory than it was yeah yeah. i thought so i handled myself really well in it and i thought and I appreciate it more. I am not a fan of horror movies where they just kill willy-nilly. Yeah. yeah. I am one of those people who turn to Kylie and go, but why? 
do they have to kill the nurse? She only makes like 10 bucks an hour. That's not fair. Why? In this movie, I know the people... It's a revenge story. So the people are being killed for a whatever. Reason. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's not... I hate horror movies that they just... I can't handle that because I'm like, that's not fair. So this one, I think... It engaged the fact that it was a revenge story and there was heart and the horror wasn't unnecessary. So everything about it, it led into an actually very good story. Yeah. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, We mentioned Oppenheimer briefly. The farther I get away from it, I think it might be my favorite Christopher Nolan film. Have you seen Tenet? No. Um, But I I like... That's mine. Okay. I liked Oppenheimer a and that movie was another one that like I had to sit with for a while like the more I kept thinking about it it was just like damn there's a lot of things that movie did really well Um, honorable mention for for, depending on where you were it came out in 2022 regionally or 2023 for us it came out in 2023 which was The Whale Um, Brendan Fraser deserves all of the accolades he got for this movie because he was fucking fantastic it's it's an adaptation of a play Hmm. And it, and it plays out like a play. Like, the whole movie takes place in one spot. You never leave this guy's apartment, right? And it, obviously, it's a stage play. But, like, it, the performance that Brandon Fraser gives in this gigantic fucking suit, fat suit that he's in, if you want to call it that, whatever, um, fucking ridiculous. Like, Brandon Fraser's career comeback has been one that I've kind of loved to just see because... When I was a kid, he was kind of, you know, he one of the big action stars in the Mummy movies and things like that. And he disappeared. Yeah, and like, you know, and he went through a bunch of like horrible things that he had to deal with, you know, and, and, and that goes into whole thing about like allegations and stuff, sexual abuse when it's geared towards men, they're harder to fight and everything. Um, but for him to have sort of a career resurgence, th- this was the career-defining performance, I feel like, at, at least up to now. And and I, I can't wait to see what he does after this. And he got he got the Academy Award for it. I'm deserved a million times over. Love the Whale. Fantastic fucking movie. Very heavy in, in sort of the themes and stuff that it deals with, with family and children and um, sexuality and, and, and all those kind of things, whatever. But it's fucking fantastic. I like the Whale quite a bit. You guys have some other ones. Too? Um, going, you you were saying that Barbie is the one that made you think. For you know, you were thinking about that a few days. Um, I'm gonna go with Saltburn because that really stuck with me for a few days afterwards. That's one that that's we a, missed. That's a runner up yeah, for we me. Okay, that one. I've heard nothing but good things though. Saltburn yeah. sounds like it was really. It was good. Babylon this year? Was that 2022? Babylon was last. We 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 all kind of saw it in January, but okay. it came out in December of last oh, year. Oh, okay, so it was um, really yeah. Close. But I mean, you could count it if you. Babylon was was really good. Babylon was fantastic. Was really really good. Long but good. I know Aaron didn't just care didn't... for it. No. I don't even know which one was Babylon. There you go. She's already yeah. Wait, it. no, is it the one where it's the <sighs> okay. actors? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. It was alright. God, I had a co- oh, we talked about some comedies. Joyride, I think, oh my God. What, what was number one. I really like No Hard Feelings. That's another one that's kind of... Pull- some people really loved it or hate it. I thought it, it was, was fucking um, hilarious, man. Uh, Next Goal Wins. Next Goal Wins. I laughed my ass so off. Funny. Very funny. Very Next funny. Next Goal Wins. Some, some good... Uh, um, Oh, Knock at the Cabin, I liked oh, a lot. Yeah. And, I, and, I really liked yeah, it. Yeah, and, and I, I'm really kind of hit and miss on Shyamalan. 
Shyamalan. I, I liked he's, it that there was no twist, but maybe that was the yeah. twist. Like he he's one of those that when he's really good, he's really good. And like I always am interested in a Shyamalan movie because I know it's always at least gonna be mm. interesting. Yeah. Whether it's good or bad. I this enjoyed one it. to me, like David Batista was fucking fantastic in this. I really liked sort of the religious undertones of the movie <coughs> and sort of like the four horsemen kind of thing of the apocalypse and stuff. Um this one came back like way early in the year. So yeah. like February of, of twenty twenty three. I, I enjoyed this a lot. And yeah, I, I enjoyed like the whole time you're like, Okay, this is Shaman, I'm waiting for the big like oh gotcha kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And they didn't. And I I think I enjoyed it more for that. Okay. For him sort of kind of like getting away from his own tropes a little bit. Yeah, that's kind of, it's interesting. Yeah. The, the, the last couple he's he has done that I really enjoyed was like The Visit and Old. Those mm-hmm. were really good. I mean. Yeah. Like, I, I think for him, like, he comes out of the gate swinging with like The Sixth Sense and kind of keeps building from there and then when, so when he does start to give those stinkers and everyone's like well fuck this guy right like, well, you calm down um, Blue Beetle was fun oh Blue Beetle um, was a blast Plane yeah. was a movie that was better Plane. than it had any right to be yes. just kind of a dumb Plane action movie Plane is one we bought we, we like that so much uh, kind of a <laughs> kind of a cool career comeback for Gerard Butler that hadn't been in anything in a while um, yeah better than it had any right to be Guardians 3 was fun. Cocaine Bear was this year Cocaine as well. Bear. Cocaine Bear was fun. That was fun. Um, Operation Fortune was fun as that well. Was that, was, that was very yeah. fun. That was, that was for for um, a Guy Ritchie movie. And yeah. I literally the next month was uh, Covenant, yeah. which was very heavy for, you know. like we're... And Covenant was another movie that I, yeah. I really enjoyed. I thought Jake Gyllenhaal was did you fantastic. Like that? You did oh, watch I did. That. I think it, what I liked is, number one, the director was able to do something completely different than the norm. If you watched Guy Ritchie movies, mm-hmm. which I happen to do, you wouldn't... I would say you could tell that they were the same directors, but mm. it, it wasn't. I also like... Oh, I'd say going from Operation Fortune to you, Covenant. Yeah. Night but I Day. Think oh, yeah. Maybe, Operation Fortune's like a heist movie. It's like a, it's like a fun... fun I think, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think the and the Covenant's Ritchie, like very war-heavy. I don't know. I think it, it's a harder movie in the sense of, you know... I don't know. You don't know much of what's going on in Afghanistan. You have your brother who goes over there, and you 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 know things have gone there. You know how mm-hmm. people have involved. And there's also that thing where you, I think it's at this stage where you think the you're not naive enough to know the U.S. is going to do something right or wrong, right? Like this is going to happen. But it was just an maybe an honest betrayal of what maybe hopefully one man can do and i guess it gives you hope in the sense of sadly one mm-hmm. story but to yeah, see yeah. how many people have been affected by it that was the hardest part but it was it was shocking how fast paced that movie was for what it was which is one man dragging another man across the desert right like yeah you're pretty like, crazy for well, for someone he well, really didn't know you yeah. know what i mean like a guy you really don't know all that well and and you wonder you're just if a you translator would, right yeah well and you wonder if you would do the same thing like would i would yeah okay so, <laughs> i guarantee you i wouldn't <laughs> you're like well i have made that i thought it was i thought the acting was beautifully done and i thought the, sh- the uh, strife of true angst of if i could give this up i would but yeah. it's not 
It's a burden. That one's streaming on Prime, I know. If anyone didn't see Guy Ritchie's yeah. The Covenant, check it out on it, Prime. It doesn't necessarily end in a happy way, but it does. But it doesn't. Right. But I love the And it's honesty. not like based on a true story, but it's based on several stories of different people yeah. that were overseas at that time. That, you know, it's not like... A, a straight true story, but it's based on experiences of several other people I that are kind of put together. I enjoyed seeing a director be able to do completely two different things and still do well within the same year. Yeah, yeah exactly. Pretty crazy. And I mean, within I was, like a month or two of each other, really. And but. I was also excited to see what was the main actor, honey. He's Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh my god, his eyes were just beautiful. He there had you those, go. yeah, his handsome little eyes. But I thought. Actor-wise, the wife, the whole story, everything about it, they did a great job. That's it. And that's our show, guys, for 2023. Anything we're excited about in 2024 that, off the top of your head that you're looking forward to in 2024? <sighs> there was, and I can't... Argyle, head, I, can't I think, think, looks pretty Argyle. sweet. Oh, that looks so cute. Yeah. Anything with a cat. Um, oh, yeah, no. I'm looking forward to that one. Um, uh, I saw a trailer today. Uh, before the movie um, ISS, the International yeah. Space Station. Have you seen the trailer for that? No, but I know that I've seen. The I, I've been seeing the like the tickets for presale. I'm like, oh, I don't care about this space movie. Oh, dude, it looks the looks story sweet, okay. looks, looks pretty sweet. You guys aren't into musicals at all, but this year we'll get uh, part one of Wicked. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty stoked for that. They, is that something that requires a two parter? Yeah, I mean it's a big giant Broadway yeah, show. I mean, Carly. I, I, I kind of like. Do you sit through the Broadway show in two parts? No, but it's probably like a two to three hour mm. thing. So and then you get an intermission. Okay. Again. And I'm an Ariana Grande fan, so I'm I'm stoked to see her in it. So I'm I'm excited for that. I don't know. Beekeeper looks great. I, and I of course we're gonna get Deadpool three. Deadpool, so. mm-hmm. yeah, there's some good stuff. And for all the shit that we gave Godzilla Kong and stuff, whatever, like I, I'm sure it's gonna be fine. I just think that was the worst possible time oh to drop that chair. Oh my god, that that that's all. Like I think if it was any other time, I would have been like, oh, this looks awesome, but it was just like. Okay. It was it was uh, too soon. Comic wise, next week we get Ultimate Spider Man number one. There you We're go, bringing it back. Bringing it back. Is it Bendis? Just kidding. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm excited. Bendis is back, uh, or I don't Pickman's care. rewriting this Ultimate Universe. I'm just right. hoping next year. I hope in 2024 will be better than what it currently is in the past few days. I'm hoping we open to fields of gold and happiness. We, we need Always a little joy. For good fortune in 2024. Yeah. All right. Uh, until next time, guys, I'm Tyler. I'm Mary. I'm Aaron. I'm Kylie. Fuck Charles in 2023 and 2024. Yeah. And Thomas. Whoa. See you next week.